You're listening to the Pittsburgh Pile Driver. Podcast. Hello, everybody. It is Thursday, um, as of the moment that I am currently speaking in the real time life. Time life. Life cereal. Nope. Don't go down a rabbit hole, stupid. Hey, it's Thursday, and Thursday means that we like to get together and talk about some wrestling stuff. Who are you people, you might be asking yourself? Well, if you haven't read the description of this video or gone to the page in which this video was posted, let me tell you, we are the Pittsburgh Podgerver Podcast. Welcome to our wrestling talk, and we do talkies about wrestling. Imagine that. I have a very terrible haiku to start out this podcast. Ready, steady, go. WWE really likes to stroke its dick. They make me crazy with their terrible things. Screw you, Matt Jackson. AEW is better. Now, I say this was a terrible haiku because this wasn't actually a haiku. Because I can't be bothered to put in time or effort into creating a haiku about WWE. That's how much they disappoint me. Ransom the Madman, the best damn cruiserweight champ there ever was, Tiger Bomb Tom. Beef the legend, the three of us are here presently right now at this moment. Poop the Bard is on his way to Castle Barbarian, and when he gets there, he will join us on this podcast. We have uh, picks. We have NXT. I almost said TNA. Nope. We have NXT picks to do tonight, so stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, we will wait for our illustrious fourth member to join us before we dive into the picks. In the meantime, boys, would you like to talk some wrestling? Let's talk some wrestling. I guess. Casey, what do you think? Wrestling? Yeah, 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 wrestling. So um, let's talk about the biggest news of the week, which I think you may be uh, referring to which is the fact that the WWE abruptly ended the Hurt Business on Monday night. Yep. yep. Nothing yeah, like killing your hottest angle the Ugh. week before the biggest show of the year. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think it's a red herring. I, I, All right, so let me, let me – t- oh, sorry. Go ahead, Tom. I was going to say, I didn't watch Monday Night Raw, unfortunately, and I, and I didn't – I. Uh, didn't really get to start into NXT either, so I, I I'll just you're gonna get my some re- spoilers. So sorry. <laughs> well, no, that's that's fine. I mean, I'm gonna watch it anyways, but right. you know, I mean, go home show like I, you know, I I don't expect like a whole like oh my god, holy shit, fuck ton moments like, you know, but go ahead. Um, yeah. I, I'll NXT be reacting. Really good. I, I'm gonna uh, I'm, I'm gonna give you my reaction based off of the information that you're giving me. So we'll go with that. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, I, I I am a wealth of information. So yeah, um, Monday night, uh, basically Lashley and MVP called out Shelton and um, fuck Cedric. I Cedric. Thank you. Damn it. Not Cedric. That, Oh boy, Cedric Alexander. That's, that's the thing. Like I was trying to not pronounce his name the wrong way. I couldn't even think of his name. Cedric. <laughs> um, they call him out to the ring, and uh, Lashley tells them that he's disappointed in them. And um, I, I don't remember how the whole thing went down. Right. But bottom line is, 
Lashley faced Shelton on Monday Night Raw in a decent match. Uh, Shelton did not get squashed, so, you know, that's six one away, half a dozen. The other, great for him, bad for the champ. Uh, and then uh, Cedric said he wanted, you know, what was left of Lashley the week after. Uh, and then at the end of the night, uh, so, so Lashley puts, and this is another terrible, terrible thing that they've done. Um, Lashley put like a bounty on McIntyre's head saying if somebody can take out McIntyre, they'll take his spot at WrestleMania and who else, but (laughs) our favorite resident SmackDown heel with nothing to do, but seems to always be sniffing around the main event. Baron fucking Corbin okay. <clears throat> comes out and assaults McIntyre, presumably so that he can face Lashley at WrestleMania. MVP yep. noted on Twitter after the fact that, that Corbin was not a part of the Hurt Business. So, here we sit. Huh. All right, so now, say that last part again. Yeah, that Corbin was came- not part of the Hurt Business. So so Corbin came down to help Lashley at the end to presumably take Lashley up on his offer to take McIntyre out of the match at WrestleMania and take his spot. MVP said he is not in the Hurt Business. Lashley has deemed that the Hurt Business... he Lashley said, I, I think Lashley said the Hurt Business is over, but MVP didn't give that connotation. He just made it seem like Shelton and Alexander were out. Now, before you react... Oh, here's okay. my theory. all right. Here, here's my theory. I'm just gonna throw it out there for everybody to discuss. Uh two or three weeks ago, there was a handicap match on Raw, where Alexander and Shelton Benjamin faced McIntyre. If they won, the Hurt Business got to be at ringside for WrestleMania. If they lost, they were banned from ringside. Correct. I believe that this is their way of kicking them out of the Hurt Business and MVP making it known that none of them are in the Hurt Business so that that way we can get something janky at WrestleMania. That way Shelton, Alexander, or fucking Corbin could be involved without it being an instant, like, you know, ringside banning. Uh, you know, can't, can't, can't get banned from ringside if you're not in the Hurt Business, you know, insert GIF. So... That's what I'm thinking. All right. So let me start out with this. If that is all the case, if it's all a red herring, if it's all a ruse, at the end of WrestleMania or at the end of that match, they're down there. They help Lashley. Lashley wins. Ha-ha, they weren't part of the Hurt Business, but suddenly we're going to reform it right here and now or on the Monday Night Raw afterwards. I have no gripes. That is a great angle. That's a great storyline. Fine with it. No problems. If that's not the case, which after you explained it to me, I just read an article that said that the Hurt Business was done and that it was over and that, you know, Lashley basically said it was over. So the way you explained it really makes it seem like that is a very plausible, very plausible plan. If it's not... That's where my problems will arise because holy crap, like you said, beef, probably the hottest thing going on raw, the heart business, you're going to bring it to an abrupt end right before WrestleMania. It, there's okay. It just doesn't you have make sense. to be right. You, you have to be right though. Beef. 
You have to be. You're right. Because, Tom, you're right. It makes no sense for them to legitimately break them up like this before WrestleMania. There's That's a, the, a terrible plan. Piss poor storyline planning, just garbage. And if it's Vince McMahon wanting to stir stuff up for the sake of stirring stuff up because he doesn't like the way things are going or wants to rewrite things at the 11th hour, what a psycho, nutty, terrible old man. But if it's all a ruse, I'm happy. It, it's, I'm, it's, this, for me, is going to go in vastly different directions as far as my reaction goes. It's either going to be, yes, that's awesome, way to go, well done, or, boy, that's super-duper terrible and I hate you. Thomasy? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of along the same lines as Ransom there. Like, I, I, I understand that Vince, uh, allegedly, um, not long ago, Vince kind of, like, tore up whatever plans for WrestleMania and was, like, kind of redoing everything. I think, I think you were the one that kind of made mention of that beef. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I don't understand. I, I don't understand why you would take and especially the fact that like it, the hurt business was kind of like now like they went from being heels to kind of like at least lashley was kind of a tweener because he you know whatever he got the title off of miz like i think people were generally like genuinely happy for lashley so like i, I don't know i i just i i don't get it i don't understand it it like, has to be a storyline. Like, there's no other... Because here's the thing. Well, okay, here, hold on. Here's a question. So, when they said uh, when they said that they were banned from ringside, did they say the Hurt Business was banned from ringside, or did they say Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin were banned from ringside? I you believe gotta, they said no member of the Hurt Business. Okay, I was going to say, that's the... That's one of those, the, aha, we got you. Like, you have to... I. I like, I think you'll have to pay attention to what the announcers say about that, like, in the match and stuff when it happens. If they Because you know they'll reference it about, like, 5,000 times during the match. About, and, mm -hmm. and we know that nobody from the Hurt Business can be at ringside. Like, we know they'll do that. Yep. Uh, but that'll be the important thing. You'll know it right away because they'll either say nobody from the Hurt Business or they'll say Shelton Benjamin and, Alex and Cedric Alexander are no longer uh, allowed at ringside, but then they'll say, but you know, then they might say, well, it doesn't matter because they're not in the hurt business anymore. Like, so I don't know, but I, I, I think, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we give a lot of shit to Vince McMahon and well-deservedly so well-deservedly so, but I mean, like it takes a blind man to take your hottest group your hottest act, blow it up 14, not even, 13 you, days before the biggest show of the year. I would just say, would you say, you know, blow it up and burn it down? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and the, the other thought <laughs> is, like, you know, people are floating names like Ricochet out there and Ali, like, could they be joining the Hurt Business, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I mean, yeah, but you know, I again man. Uh, hold on again. That makes no sense because they just uh they just broke up retribution with Ali. So why throw him back in another stable? Because they got nothing for him. But but here's the thing, Lashley. 
and Shelton and Alexander and MVP had charisma in droves. And for Lashley, Bobby fucking Lashley, to be involved in something that I say have charisma in droves, they had uh, a je ne sais quoi, uh, a certain intangible that, like, you don't rarely find. And for three guys who are middle of the pack, like those three are. Yeah. To do that, and they have certainly elevated Lashley, elevated Shelton Benjamin, and they have put a nice little rocket on the career of Cedric Alexander. And MVP, I don't care who you fucking ask, is the MVP, no pun intended, all right, pun a little bit intended, of WWE pandemic years. Like, ever since he came back after last year's WrestleMania, he's been on a hot streak. Yep. So, yeah. I, I, you know, it, it would be downright foolish if that is the case. If the match goes down and McIntyre beats Lashley clean at WrestleMania and we never hear or think about the Hurt Business as it existed two weeks ago again, while I wouldn't be shocked, because that is the M.O. of the old man. That's yeah. kind of how he does it. And whenever he says he's going to shake things up, he's going to blow things up, he doesn't mean I'm changing a little bit. He means, you know, I- I'm-, I'm changing the WrestleMania main event. Like, the key mark, keystone, main event of the two-night uh, event is- has-, has been, you know, has had Brian inserted. So... For him to say, you know, that he's blowing it up, you know, it the ground up, man. So, you know, I don't know what to think, but I, but I hope to God that they see this. And and like, Batista had a tweet about them breaking up the hurt business, and he was like, "But why? It's just so stupid. Everybody that's attached to the wrestling business is scratching their head, going, huh? So yeah. it's, it's." It's got to be, you know, an angle to to be able to allow Lashley to keep the title. And I'm fine with that. Like, if if, if that's the case, good on them for putting seeds and playing on the fact that they have done some stupid fucking things in the past. That they're taking advantage of that and saying, aha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good angle to play. It's it's a clever storyline, and I think it would work if that's the case. My only hang-up, my only real, I guess, legit shadow of concern is how we've talked so much on the show about how Vince McMahon doesn't care for stables. Yeah, He doesn't like true. them. He doesn't see the value in them. You know, some of their best things have come from stables. You know, you all the whole way back to the freaking uh, Heart or- Foundation. Yeah. Degeneration X, Evolution, The Nation. These stables pretty much print money. Los Barricos, man. Los Barricos. Go, no. no, go, go back Los further. The, the Heenan family in the 80s, the, the, the Jimmy yeah. Hart stables in the 80s, like those yeah. were the fucking lifeblood of the industry. Yeah. When the Four Horsemen, obviously. Four like, Horsemen, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they print their money. I don't understand why Vince doesn't like or see the value of stables whenever 
they've been so successful for him and for the entire wrestling industry, you know, in general in the past. But that's my only hang up. That's my only thing that makes me think this really could be one of those Vince McMahon shakeup things because I'm sure he looked at it go and went, if it is, if it is a Vince McMahon blow it up thing, I'm sure he looked at it and went, oh, they're just a stable. Who cares about stables? Blow it up. Here's the thing. I think that this is all one big thing to keep the belt on Lashley, but keep McIntyre looking strong. They're putting McIntyre in a Ziploc container because they want him to have a big moment. It's not going to be this year. But I, I, I don't I don't think so either. And I don't know if this is just me, but McIntyre has really lost his shine for me. Yeah. I mean, I think he's a hell of a worker. Mm-hmm. He's not sloppy. He nope. hasn't gone downhill in his work. I've just lost interest. It yep. was, and and it, it, I, I was interested in him, though, in the past. So there's that. Like when he first won the belt off of Brock Lesnar, all right, that's pretty damn impressive. You know, this, this look at his story. Came in as the chosen one, floundered, squandered the opportunity that was handed to him, suffered in 3MB, went away. Did his penance, came back, hot as ever. I think I, I he'll get a job. I think, I think, and and, and you're you're one hundred percent right. I well, and I, you know, McIntyre isn't to blame for this. Uh, no, I think uh, no. shoddy booking has been bad for him. The fact that he lost the title for like what two weeks and then got it right back was bad for him. Um. The yeah. no no audiences was bad for him. Like it, yeah. you know, I, I so that's what I'm saying. I think I think they're gonna put him on ice. Follow the math here though. Lashley's been saying he wants Lesnar for the better part of three years. Uh if all things go according to plan, uh health wise, I think that you know this country is planning on having most of eligible adults that want it have the vaccination for COVID-19 by June. What comes up in August? Hmm. Summer plan. So if you can pack in a full or damn close to full audience for something like Lashley versus Lesnar. Oh yeah. I think it's a great way to bring back the next big thing. The beast incarnate. I think it's a great time to have him beat Lashley and in, 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 in a solid match. Have him do the Brock Lesnar disappearing act. Now you see me, now you don't. Which gets the heat on Lesnar squarely. And then that's when you start building McIntyre up to bring him up at WrestleMania 38 as the challenger to Lesnar's throne and have him do what he did last year, which is just absolutely own him. Then you get a bigger bigger pop. Then you get a bigger, you know, moment for McIntyre Mm -hmm. than in front of 25,000 in a, you know, 75,000-seat arena. So your, I guess, line of thinking here is is that if all goes according to what we think is probably the best plan, Bobby Lashley holds the belt till SummerSlam, drops it to Lesnar, Lesnar holds it from SummerSlam to Mania, and then faces off with McIntyre again at Mania. You got it. See, I... I would be very, very happy with, with that. Even if we didn't see Brock Lesnar very much, if he had a few title defenses here and there, I'd be fine with that because you figure that would be a year, almost, 
Well, no, because I guess mania to mania, that would be a year of just two people holding that belt. Uh, mania to SummerSlam, Lashley. SummerSlam to Mania, Lesnar. That's just two people in the course of a year holding that belt. That's damn near unheard of in WWE. That Those titles flip-flop like hot potatoes. I'm completely fine with that, oddly enough. Hey, real quick, let me, let me, let me press a pause button real quick, Ransom, because uh, I've been looking for this. Uh, to, to, to answer Tom's question he raised earlier about whether it's Benjamin and Alexander or the Hurt Business being barred, uh, this is a tweet from Fox on uh, March 22nd, which is after it happened. Uh, with that victory at Drew McIntyre has ensured that, quote-unquote, the Hurt Business will be barred from ringside WrestleMania. Okay, there you go. Um, so that just means what? MVP. Right, in, 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 in theory. And, and, and if so, Lashley's words were key, I think, on Raw. Uh, he, uh, fuck, he either said the hurt business is over or there is no hurt business. Basically, mm. you can't bar what doesn't exist. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to cue my pessimism. I'm going to put it, put it in my back pocket and I'm going to go into this match with optimism thinking that they are going to do the right thing. The hurt business will be back. They disbanded strictly for this match to get around that caveat and then either we'll reform in all their glory at Mania, or there will be an interruption by one of the two. The next Raw, it's, aha, we gotcha. It was us all along. <laughs> I'm, I'm on board with it. Let's do it. I'm going to go into it optimi optimistic. I, uh, I, I, I'm with you guys. I, I, hope they're, I, I hope they make the right call. I, I hope, regar regardless if there's fuckery or not, I, I hope that Lashley hangs on to this title and doesn't mm -hmm. flip-flop it back to McIntyre at Mania. Um, I, I hope they are planning planning the seeds for something good. Speaking of uh, planting the seeds, maybe the seeds and stems, let's, let's talk about a little Sticky Icky and uh, Matt Riddle there. Holy fuck. <laughs> How quickly do you think he's going to get that U.S. title ripped off of him and put back into mid-card obscurity? Our dear Tiger Bomb Tom is referencing Riddle losing his lines live on Monday Night Raw. Oh, yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, didn't he just come right out, too, and, like, openly just on camera go, oh, I, I forgot what I was going to say, or I forgot yep, what I was did. supposed yep. to say, and then he, just rides off. Yep, he dropped the whole, like, stoner accent, like the, whoa, like, you know, the Keanu Reeves, Bill and Ted accent, and, like, said, like, deadpan, I forgot what I, was, I, forgot what I was supposed to say, and rides off. Like, it, <laughs> It fits poor him. Oscar. It, it fits. Shocked. It fits him. Yeah, Oscar was just like, uh, poor yeah, her. Yeah, she was like, well, what, what the fuck? Are, what are you doing? It's live TV, and he's just like, see ya. And I'm like, oh no, oh no, Matt. <laughs> but here, here's the problem, and and here's so Riddle is green, and and that's what everybody's gonna say about it. He he's very green because he's new to the wrestling business in that he's only been in it for a handful of years. Right. Uh, had he been someone who has his chops in him, like a Big E, like a, you know, a Seth Rollins type of guy, he could have played that off on the fly and just done it in character. Like, oh, dude, I forgot what I was saying. Anyway, see you later. And just peace on out. And no yep. one would have thought 
twice. But the fact that the character ended deadpan and Matt Matthew Riddle said out of character, I forgot what I was supposed to say, and just kind of leaves. Not, not a good look. Not a good look, man. Now, again, I'm trying to be optimistic here. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility for them to try to spin that into like a character angle. Like for someone to reference in a promo, they're cutting against him. Like, like, you know, Oh, I, I try to have a conversation or I try to, uh, to match wits with you, but what's the point? You're just going to forget what you were going to say to me anyway. Yeah. Isn't it, is it not possible that they could, I don't know if they will. I don't know <laughs> if that would, if Vince has written them off and gone, well, kid, you're the worst. You're <laughs> out. But I really feel like that stoner character that they that they have for him, they could, I would think maybe, be able to spin that into an angle. I've, yes, no, maybe I, so. I think you're right. I think they could do it. I think they should do it. I mean, they've kind of already taken... They've kind of already pushed this, the 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 stoner character like into se- semi ridiculous lengths already with Riddle. Like they really, really overplay the the broy stoner type as it is. Mm-hmm. So like if they're smart, they'll just keep just you know keep riding it out, and they and they would spin it. Will they? I I don't know. Uh, that that's why I said like you know. <laughs> It, who knows with fucking Vince McMahon? Because I mean, it, it, they they could punish him, and just like every other NXT great that comes through, he can be oh. here for a hot minute. He's got the U.S. title. Once, regardless, I, I'll say this: once Riddle drops that U.S. title to whoever he drops it to, boom, mid card obscurity. I don't think so. You don't uh, think so? No, for whatever reason, Vince is real big behind this dude. Uh, I mean, so well, much... I mean, he's good. Like, I mean, he right. He with, can fucking with work. Good reason, yeah, with, with with good reason. But Vince is very high on him. Riddle's fairly young. <laughs> he's got a legit I see like, what you did background. There. <laughs> he's, he's got a legit background <laughs> that, and and Vince loves legit guys. Right. That's why guys like Lesnar and Lashley get the spotlight is because they've been in legit fights and they, you know, like, like UFC, Vince loves that shit. Uh, Riddle too is, is, you know, a a combat sport veteran. So, I mean, honestly, mountain out of a molehill, um, out outside of Oscar's reactions, which absolutely said the story of Matt Riddle, you done fucked up. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't think we're going to see any recompense from it. Uh, I don't, I don't think he'll drop the U.S. title to Sheamus. Um, he, oh, he might be in the doghouse. Like somebody might say something to him. This would be th- this would be a spot where a guy like the Undertaker would walk up to him, kind of take him aside, and be like, "Dude, you know, you 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 got to get serious about it. If you're not going to be serious about it, then you're wasting everybody's time. And who knows? Maybe someone like AJ Styles." Kofi Kingston or, or or Randy Orton did that. Like, who knows? But like, that's you know. Oh that, boy, I could really see Randy Orton dressing him down. You know, uh, he he's a guy. You don't who think I, so? He he's a guy who I think is matured. 
since the Ken Kennedy and the Kofi Kingston incidents. Kennedy. I, okay. I don't think he's a guy who like works person works people out in public anymore. I think he takes him aside and is like, "Listen, man, like let's figure this out. What's going on?" Because he knew he got that rap right away as a, a shit stirrer, as you know, a guy who was trying to you know, work his way to the top by any means necessary. And I, I uh, you know, from, from all accounts that I've read, he's really taken, like, the whole, like, backstage general uh, uh, kind of seriously, which is good because he's been there for fucking 20 years. Um, yep. You know, it, it's, it's, he's the type of guy that should be doing it. So, right. I, so I, I think that things were said to him, probably in Gorilla or, you know, after the show, and that's that. I, I don't, I don't think that there's going to be too much more put on it because of that situation. Uh, because Vince is a big fan of the guy, and to be honest with you, I don't think Vince would know if he messed up. Um, because, because that's the that's that's the riddle character, and Vince already doesn't understand the riddle character, so yeah, Was doesn't there... understand him, but still likes him. Now let me. Let me parlay this real quick. Since since we're a man down, this is a great time to do this. Ransom, you put oh. a challenge to me. You said in, in, in one of your uh, your frig off ransom sponsor. Uh, uh, hey, uh, you talked about how you weren't feeling WrestleMania. That I do a pretty good job of seeing the the good out of the bad. Uh, citing last year's um, Bray Wyatt versus John Cena match as an example. So, I'm going to tell you and all of the all of the rest of our fans out there why you should be excited for WrestleMania this year. All right, hit me. I I, I, I believe in you. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I'm I'm this is this is this is not a beat the legend diatribe. Feel free to butt in whenever you guys want. You you guys know how to interrupt me, and that's fine. Kennedy. Okay. Anyway, oh. you asked for it. You I asked did. For I, it. I, I left myself that, open. that just happened. All <laughs> right, so let's let's hit the down notes real quick. Yes, Bad Bunny is in a singles match. Oh. Yes, AJ Styles is in a tag team match. Oh boy. Yes, Shane McMahon is involved with another high-profile <laughs> star and another stupid fucking gimmick match. What, who's he involved uh, with now? Braun Strowman. starting well. Braun Strowman in a steel cage match. Okay, well that that I mean, Shane can work though. So I mean, but yeah, still kind of meh, but better than Bad Bunny. So let me. So those those are your negative points, and and Logan Paul's involvement, whatever that. Oh no, God, fuck no. That He's is not going to be in a match. He's not going to be in a match. He's going to be part. I don't care. He's human garbage. Fuck him. So, let me. Oh, I I agree. He he's 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 the male equivalent of Kim Kardashian, a person who's a person who's famous for being famous, except for he's like, hey, I'm famous, so fight me. Uh, literally, like he's like, hey, you know, Conor McGregor, come fight me. Hey, Floyd Floyd Mayweather, hey, come fight me. Dude, dude would get just his skull obliterated by those. Oh my anyway, God. so so that's that's the downside. Okay, now. First and foremost, here is the thing that I think is going to make WrestleMania magical this year. 
We have been in Thunderdome for over a year. Maybe not Thunderdome, but like the Performance Center. You know, we have been in a sterile environment for over a year at this point. This is taking place in a football stadium. This is taking place outside. And I will challenge you by saying that most, like 90% of outside WrestleManias are great. The ones in New York notwithstanding. But the rest of the ones that are all outside have been pretty fucking stellar. So that in and of itself is its own ambiance. Two, the fans. I was said it weeks ago that the minute the fans can get through the gates, and I don't know how ticket sales are doing. They're still they're still, they're still advertising them. It, it, it's a weird time in the country. People are kind of putting their feet in the water to see where where they can get. So we don't know. We don't even know if they're going to sell out to twenty five thousand. Right. But twenty five thousand is going to sound like. A hundred thousand. I guarantee it. There's going to be an electricity. There's going to be a magic because they're ready and they're ready to make their feelings known. Would not shock me to hear Lashley get cheered. Would not shock me to hear Bad Bunny get booed the fuck out of the building. And I think they're going to run with it because the fans are what make it special. Now, you and you guys know me. I'm I'm an ambiance guy. Like that's the 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 pal the the the, the grandeur and, and the pageantry. Like that's why I love WrestleMania because you get that feeling. And last year we didn't All have it. circumstance. Exactly. Last year we didn't have it because it was very almost last minute because they made their changes two weeks before the card was done. So and and for one match in particular, they changed it the week of. So you know this is going to be back to what we expect WrestleMania to be. Now, that being said, let's look at some of these matches. Main event night one, Lashley versus McIntyre. We've talked about that in... Uh, we, we, we've talked about a lot. Two big hosses that can work. Two big hosses that are very good in the ring and have very good ring charisma and have pretty decent chemistry. <clears throat> the New Day and AJ Styles. I don't give a fuck about Omus. Uh, Omus could be a trash bag. He could be fucking a Nia Jax. All right? No. Kofi, what? Xavier, and AJ Styles are still going to work that fucking match. They're going to work it so hard, you know, like a fucking day in the mines, you know? Here are some of the big matches that I'm really looking forward to. Ready? Cesaro versus Seth Rollins in a singles match. No bells, no wrist, no no whistles. Two of the strongest workers on the roster have a chance to fucking show out. I'm I'm hard for that match. Gross, Oscar versus Ripley. Can I, can I interject real quick? You may. So that is a very bright spot for me right there. Is the Cesaro Seth Rollins match. Mainly because everybody knows Seth Rollins can work. That's no secret. Everybody knows Cesaro can work, but I feel like he hasn't been giving his his chance to shine. He's always in a Money in the Bank ladder match, tag match, multi-man kerfuffle. I I don't I can't really remember him in the recent being featured one-on-one, no fluff. 
go out there, give us a show type match. So yep. I'm very optimistic for this because I think you're absolutely right. Those two can deliver. And I'm happy very much so that Cesaro is given is being given a chance to shine alone, no gimmicks, no multi-man matches, one-on-one, a Cesaro match at Mania. I'm all there for Question. Sorry for the interruption. Question to piggyback off of Ransom's statement with uh, Cesaro not really being given his fair shake, which I agree with. Um, has he ever held a singles title? Yes, he's held, I think, both the United States and the Intercontinental. Has he? Yes. At least at least the United States, I think he also held the Intercontinental. Yeah. Uh, I, I always remembered him, though, being relegated to, like, a pre-show. Even I, when he was a champion, he was always defending on a pre-show, or he wasn't even defending. He was just in a random match on the pre-show. I'm trying to, yep. for the life of me, I'm trying to remember because I thought, I thought like whenever him and Swagger were a thing, I thought Swagger was the U.S. champ. I, I don't know. I'm just having a hard time remembering it, but and that, I, that speaks even more to Ransom's point that you know, Cesaro hasn't really given that, been given that like big push. Only- only the United States Championship. I, I apologize, not the Intercontinental. Only, only I see. Oh, okay. So that's, so, that's, well, there, so there we go. So there's so there's something I'd like to see for him. There's there's a shining star. More, more is on the way. Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. You, I mean, outside of Shayna Baszler, you won't find two ladies who are gonna have a hard hitting match like these two. They're gonna go and they're gonna go hard. Uh, and I think this is a great chance to really capitalize on Rhea Ripley. I think they've done a poor job of that so far on the main roster. I hope that this is their chance to turn it around. More importantly, though, we're getting a WrestleMania without Charlotte Flair, which is a fucking win in my book. That in and of itself <laughs> is a pretty bright fucking star. And, and, and again, I have become a Charlotte apologist to the point where I understand and appreciate what she's done, the work she's put in. But my God, give me a break. More <laughs> women's action. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair may well steal the fucking show the entire weekend. Maybe not including NXT, because NXT is a pretty fucking hard, hard to beat card. But Banks and Belair are going to fucking go. And again, these are two who have no shortage of charisma, no shortage of talent, and they can outwork pretty much anybody else in the roster. This is going to be a really good one. Sam, uh, I'll, I'll move on to that one next. The Fiend and Orton has probably been the best story that WWE has cohesively told over the last six months. Yep. Um, I mean, so much so that they haven't had The Fiend around for like two or three months since uh, Orton burned him alive. You know, so this My is... My God, that man's got a family. That no. has been going, and I think it's going to come to a wonderful conclusive resolution i don't care if it's if if it's a cinematic match i don't care if it's a regular match it could be that fucking like house of horrors match whatever i don't care because i think they've learned a lot from the last time that they did like that like weird weirdo house of horrors match i point back to the um cameron grimes dexter loomis match on uh on halloween havoc uh last year which was outstanding Standing. And yes, it helps that Cameron Grimes is, you know, one of the absolute best. Oh, yeah. Right. He's, that that, that helps. That chemistry worked so well between him and Loomis just because Loomis is so so much the the cold, 
you know, straight, uh, straight laced, you know, just in your face killer, and uh, and uh, Cameron Grimes is just the fucking goofy like over, over the, the top. top. Uh, yeah, over the top. Just uh, I love it. Everything that every and it's, I know this is kind of sidebarring, uh, but I will say, especially since he's come back, I love his character even more too. It just adds another layer. But back to what you were mm-hmm. talking about, mm-hmm. beef. So, I, so I have a I, question before you go on there, Beef. Yeah, sure. Um, with this being WrestleMania, and more importantly, WrestleMania with a crowd, the first show they're doing, packing an arena, well, quote-unquote packing, do you think that they would have a cinematic match with an arena full of fans and no... Um, uh, what's what's the thing to do with the screen? No Thunderdome. You but know, do you think that that would go over well with the with the crowd sitting there watching it all transpire on the screen? I think they could because I feel didn't AEW just do that with uh, the at the Revolution with Sting and Darby mm-hmm. and their match? Yeah, they, yep, yep, and that 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 was a killer match. I, you know, I don't see any way that this is just a regular ass match. There's, I, I think there has to be some sort of like weird schlocky thing, and I'm, and I'm here for it, because the entire buildup, dude, set Bray Wyatt the fuck on fire. All right, now again, you know, we, we know it was a fucking dummy, very clearly, but right. in kayfabe, dude, set him <laughs> on fire. Uh, Alexa Bliss has been um, um, possessed by the fiend. Randy Orton's been bleeding black blood from his mouth, like. This has to go somewhere weird. I think they should do a half and half. I think that they should probably start in the ring, in the match, and then have some weird kind of fuckery happen where they somehow get backstage and all of a sudden, boom, like they're fucking, you know, on Mars or some shit. You know, I I don't care because (laughs) that's the thing. That's how well well told the story has been. And there is your difference versus Cena and The Fiend versus Orton and The Fiend. Cena versus The Fiend was them cobbling together what they could last year and trying to produce something that was cool, something that would be talked about, something that was outside the box. This year, they have a story that they can build off of so that that if and when things get weird, we have a established backstory to make that the case. You think it'll be one of those things where, like, it starts in the ring, they go into the back, like you said, suddenly they're on Mars or, you know, what? in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre type deal, and then something ends up happening where they make their way back to the arena and they finish the match in front of the crowd? Maybe, maybe they don't finish in front of the crowd. I, you know, honestly, I think the crowd is here for it. Because, okay. again, I think if you're one of the 25,000 faithful that's going to be buying a WrestleMania ticket, I think that you know what it's about. You're not just going to be, and I'm, I'm sure that there are going to be some, some douchebags that are like, hey, I got money, and look at me, I'm on TV. Uh. But, like, you know, for the most part, I think that there are people who know how WWE works and that they can probably expect this. Um, okay. E- even if not, I mean, we're, we're talking about Wyatt and Orton. And, again, I'm no Orton fanboy, but Orton has come into his own the last five or so years where he's gotten out of the shadow of being that guy who traded the title with John Cena 20 times. He's become a guy who gets it, who understands the importance of character, the importance of building a story. So I think those two will kill it regardless. Um, 
and then my 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 penultimate match here is Owens versus Sami Zayn. And Wait, I put how in. what's the, what's the story behind that? Because I never watch Friday Night SmackDown. No, no. Uh, I I think I think it, it, it's 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 tantamount to Kevin because I don't watch anything with volume anymore. I'm I'm always doing something else because the main roster is not my not a focus for me. Uh, so I, I you know, but uh, tantamount I think it comes down to Owens basically saying that Sami Zayn's a schlock for not having you know for having the stupid documentary crew and uh, you know boom WrestleMania match, which again I'm fucking fine with. These two killed it at Fastlane two three years ago. Their, you know, their rivalry has gone all over the country, all over the world, back, you know, for fucking damn near 15, 20 years. They are two of the best in the ring, on the mic. They're going to make fucking lemonade out of the pile of lemons that they're being given. The only asterisk I'll put on this is that uh, apparently this is going to be the match where Logan Paul has some involvement. Uh Um as long as he's like tantamount to a special referee or a special enforcer, a la Mike Tyson, that's fine. If we get more Logan Paul than that, it could cast a shadow over this match. But I think, honestly, this match could be a show stealer as well. Finally, the main event, the key mark, the keynote match of WrestleMania weekend is Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. Reigns, the incumbent heel, cocky, I'm the best in the damn world, come and someone prove me wrong. Edge, the guy who broke his freaking neck, came back, retired because the doctor said, if you wrestle one more match, you could die. Came back. Came back and said, hey, you know what? I'm not going to be a guy like Lesnar who's here sometimes. I'm going to be a guy who's here all the time. Goes pillar to post in the Royal Rumble. 1-30. to Wins the whole damn thing. Daniel Bryan. The best worker on the planet right now. Kenny Omega is right there with him. But I think Kenny and Bryan go 1 and 1A. Depending on the month, the week, whatever. Wow. The fact that they added Daniel Bryan to this match. Immediately. Immediately. Makes me more interested, makes it a better match. Because with Edge, again, I love him, but the dude looks every bit of his age. Daniel Bryan looks like he's in the prime of his career. Well, uh, in his face, I can see, I can see the age. Yeah, I can see the age in Edge's face. His torso—that's a different story. The dude. He's cut. Is he's cut like he's never been cut before. But that's because he's dropped a ton of weight. He looks like a smaller dude now. All right. He has a lot of definition, but he looks smaller. So, and, and, and you know, I, I have no doubt that Edge can still work a 20, 30-minute match. Oh, yeah. The inclusion of Daniel Bryan in this, though, makes sure that that match is absolutely killer. So, high notes again. The arena is going to be something a spectacle. Then I think they're going to have like an actual like honest to god entrance and like big setup like they had in the past. They're not going to do some big fucking Titantron wall like they did at WrestleMania 35. I think they're going to have a big grand entrance. The fans, and I think that we have at least five 
2-6 barn burner, like technical, really good matches on the card. I believe that WrestleMania this year will be in the top half of WrestleManias of all time. And it could even crack the top 10 if they produce. Okay. So I need to say this to you. You piece of shit. You've got me convinced. My, I, I'm, gonna, I'm going into this WrestleMania now with optimism. Th- that's a good thing. But if it's, if it's done dirty, it sets up for a very big disappointment. I, I'm, I'm banking on that not being the case. The way you laid it out, the way you described these matches, okay. I, I'm doubting more and more that it's going to be a crappy WrestleMania, and I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be something special. My only hang-up is the McIntyre-Lashley match, and my only hang-up there, hurt business aside, is the fact that I don't feel anything. I guess toward McIntyre. I don't hate the guy. I'm not rooting for the guy. Really, I nothing him. And I'm not trying to nothing him. It's just at this point, he doesn't hold my attention. He doesn't do anything for me. Like I said before, he hasn't gotten sloppy. He's not gotten bad. I've just, he's grown stale on me. Maybe this match, maybe they'll pull something out of this match that makes me go, oh, oh, damn, that was a hell of a match. And boy, I went into it looking, looking sour, but man, what a, what a great match that was. I, I hope that's the case. That's my only worry. I, it's not going to ruin Mania for me by any means. But like I said, I nothing McIntyre right now. So at the end of that match, if it's nothing spectacular, I'm just going to go, Okay, I was whelmed. That was a match. Wasn't terrible. But nothing I'm going to go back and rewatch. So, two but like things. I, said, real, I hope I'm, I'm wrong. No, I'm done. Two, I'm done. I just, no, I, yeah. I hope I'm wrong. Two things, real quick, because I, I, I do want to hear talk about Tiger Bomb Tom, and I'm very, remin- I'm very cognizant of the fact that I just spent like 15 minutes just talking. But two things. One, I think they're making a mistake making this the main event of night one. Without a doubt, the main event of night one should be Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. There's not a doubt in my mind that they're making the mistake not doing that. Because Do you think there is a possibility that Bianca Belair and Sasha will go on last? They like would, to do that sometimes. They like to um, highlight the women's matches, especially when they're going to be crazy awesome good matches. I would, I would figure love this it. would be the one to do. I, I think that they've already – and, you know – Car subject to change, obviously. But I think that they've already uh, said that McIntyre and Lashley is, like, quote-unquote, headlining night one. Okay. So, I, you know, I, and, and like I said, I, I, I think that's a mistake uh, because a lot of people are in that same boat. And, and we speak for the people, I, I, I like to think, that, that are out there going, well, McIntyre's run with the WWE Championship wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. It wasn't anywhere near great, but it was just kind of like, eh. And then we lost, and we're all like, eh, okay, cool, what now? So, like, I, I think that this match should be an opener. I think that, that, that McIntyre and Lashley should open the, the, 
the card. And it would be really fucking weird to have the WWE title open WrestleMania. But, I mean, what better time to do it than, 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 than such a weird fucking year? Two is that I think if there is one match that the crowd absolutely turns on, it's this match. I think that Lashley is going to get way more cheers than they're anticipating. And I think that that means that, that McIntyre is going to get way more boos than they want. Whether they roll with that, whether they, you know, we'll we'll see. But I'll, he, we'll see. I, I I'm skeptical on that match as well, Ransom. Tom, what do you think? Um, I I match wise, I mean, you did you did a pretty good job of laying out the stuff that I, to look forward to there. I'm most looking forward to. Uh, honestly, just the overall ambiance and experience of WrestleMania. Like, I'm looking forward to night one. Uh, we and we'll, and we'll discuss more of that off off recording of possibly getting the boys together here and everything like that. And depending on if night if we do something for night two, that's honestly that that's the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to. Like, I I was just saying I was just saying to my girlfriend the other day, um, as we were talking, and I said, um. Yeah, I got I got to confirm these plans because I got to start figuring out food and everything like that. And she's like, "Wait, that this Saturday?" I'm like, "No, no, no, Saturday after next." She's like, "Still, that's really close." I'm like, "Yeah," I was like, "WrestleMania is right around the corner." I was like, "I I used to host uh, I used to host the WrestleMania get-togethers and like do like a like a poker game amongst me and my buddies and stuff like that." And uh, it, you know, that's what I'm most looking forward to, to be perfectly honest. Getting so, back a tread of normal. I, and, and I agree. This, uh, you know, I think that this is realistically the first shred of normalcy that I think the country's... And I, I'm, I'm not trying to go on, like, some fucking pedestal thing yeah. here. But I think this is going to be, like, the first big thing that kind of signals the turnaround, I, uh, I, if, if I, you will. I, I'm also looking forward to this, to uh, what happens... The state of the Chooserweight title after Mania as well too. Like this, this is uh, you know, it's also going to be some interesting stuff. I honestly, I I hate to say it, like, not to, not to not to be a downer on the Mania on the Mania train here that that beef is uh, set and rolling into motion, but I'm actually looking more forward to next week with nxt stand and deliver so i can confirm so i i don't know if that's a good segue to get into that because i actually i have nxt on right now in the background Pause real quick just just one more thought if 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 you have four hours and you're choosing to watch one of these nights night two is the one to watch oh as far go as wrestlemania catch, yes go, oh, yeah, go back yeah, and yeah. catch banks versus bel-air Check out the ending of Lashley versus McIntyre. And again, Cesaro versus Rollins is going to be real good. But if you have one night to sit down and watch a night, night two is going to be your your apex. Yeah. Go ahead. Now, what are, real quick before we move to NXT, one of the weird things, and I, you kind of said it there, Tom, and that struck me too, was Tara said to me earlier, she said it to me actually earlier today, she goes, is WrestleMania next weekend? And I said, uh... Yeah, I think it is. And she goes, "Wow, that uh, it seems like it came out of nowhere." Now, granted, she doesn't follow wrestling very closely, but maybe it's just the way things have been going. But I, I felt that, like, I felt the whole like, 
oh, it's, it's WrestleMania next weekend. Oh, oh, oh okay. Like, it's kind of snuck up on me. Usually there's, usually I feel the buildup. Right. But, and I think that's another reason why I was so pessimistic about WrestleMania, because I haven't really been feeling the buildup. Like, I don't go back and watch old manias like Beef does in WrestleMania season. Right. Um, but usually there's something. Usually I feel a buildup. There's an anticipation. Like, I know something big is coming. But I just I haven't felt that this this time, and maybe that will work the opposite for me. Maybe it'll be <coughs> I haven't been feeling that build up, and when WrestleMania hits, it's going to hit like a freight train, and it's going to be amazing. I, I will. I, I don't will know say, if that's just me. Uh, no, no, no. You're not the only one. It, it's kind of it's kind of come out of nowhere, and and admittedly, I think it, I think that can be also a testament to uh, what you guys were talking about earlier with McIntyre's run. You know, I, I think you have to kind of put an asterisk on everything here in 2020 uh, with how things went because it, it was, you know, it was new waters for everybody, especially mm-hmm. all the wrestlers and everything like that. Um, so I so I give him a lot of credit for being the one to, you know, to carry that title and everything during 2020. Um, but no, it's you're, you're not wrong, man. It's uh, it, it's it's just kind of like, holy shit, it's here. It's well, and he, yeah. time. Time has been a very strange concept and construct for the last yes. year and a half. You know. Yes. The one thing I'll say is this: that they've actually done a pretty good job of of mapping a lot of this out. Um, the Banks and Bel Air has been coming for a long time. Uh, Lashley versus McIntyre has been kind of like hinted at but it's 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 really come come full circle the bad bunny the Miz stuff that's been going for a couple months now basically since wrestlemania or since the royal rumble um but like i said fiend fiend orton's been a six-month build-up Cruz versus biggie i think's been a fantastic build-up um you know yes there 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 are some weird matches kind of thrown thrown together riddle versus sheamus new day versus aj and Omos, um even cesaro versus rollins but again, it's to me anyway. To me, yeah, oh, man, never a bad thing to say. Two guys who can absolutely kill it in the ring to say, "Go do your thing." So, and I mean, like, like WrestleMania sometimes is fraught with that because we know, you know, the quote, the, the quote unquote, the WrestleMania pay. Like everybody w- yeah. w- wants to be a part of the card, so yep. they they do what they can, and we're probably going to see more uh, matches added. Uh, the women, the women's titles is the women's tag team titles is likely going to be defended in, in a four-way uh, uh, tag team match, which will be okay. Um, you may see some other kerfuffle here and there, but I mean, the card's more or less set. Uh, and like I said, you, you get that every year with WrestleMania. Like, a, a lot of build-up for five or six matches, and then, like, four or five that are just, like, Play-Doh together and say, hey, go out there, see what happens. So um, One more thing here, and I, I'm sorry, Tom. I, I know we do want to move into NXT, but you... you... <laughs> Everybody brings up points that I like to go off of. I, I don't do anything original here. I just pretty much piggyback off of what everybody else says. Um, but, Tom, I think you bring up a very salient point, and I don't think I have given Drew McIntyre enough credit. You said something very interesting that, you know, he pretty much carried that WWE title through 2020. The weirdest, probably, and I'm crossing my fingers here before I say it and curse it, Hopefully the weirdest year of my entire life. Yeah. Let's shit can get weird. 
It can get weirder, but let's hope it doesn't. He really did. He did a good job. I'll give Drew McIntyre that. He did a good job of carrying that, that title and not making it look forgettable. Yeah. Or like Beef said, you know, it, it wasn't anything great. But but I, I feel like he did the best he could. And I feel like he was probably the person that needed to carry that belt through the weirdest year that we've all experienced, the weirdest year in wrestling history, no doubt. And I, you know, I, I don't, don't want to overshadow what he's done. I think, I think Roman or Roman, <clears throat> I think Drew McIntyre did a very good job of working with what he had to work with. Yeah. During the during the pandemic year, so I, I want to give him that. He did he he did a, a great job with the card he was dealt. Right. Now now I'm done done. So so uh, like I said, I, I mean I'm. You know, no, no disrespect to uh, Beef getting uh, Ransom and myself hyped up for WrestleMania. Not, not that I wasn't like severely hyped up. Not that I was going in with a lot of pessimism or anything like that. Uh, but I, I, I am really, really excited for NXT uh, Takeover Stand and Deliver. Now, before we get into talking about how awesome pretty much every match is going to be, I have one question. As I'm sitting here with NXT on in the background, the volume down. Beef. What the fuck's up with the dog? I don't know, man. Uh, it, it might be a way to bring Chelsea Green back to NXT. Um, I I don't know who else it could be. Maybe Melina? But I mean, like, that didn't... So you'll, you'll you see You set it. this up. I don't know what Tom's referencing. <laughs> so, like, last last night, and, and only last night, it did not appear before last night, uh, they have, like, this little, like, Palmeranian style dog it may not have been a pomeranian don't don't fucking I think it's come pomeranian, at me. but don't, well, whatever to, uh, to quote to quote walter <laughs> fucking fucking pomeranian or something um uh, so what do you mean brought it bowling i didn't buy it shoes it's not taking your fucking turn dude um so um they, they kept showing like little vignettes of this dog running into the performance center uh, running across the little like uh, floor pads that say "We Are" and then NXT, uh, and then eventually it runs up to like a set of legs uh, that are wearing high heels, and uh, it says uh, like "See you soon" or something like that. Bobby Fish um, returning confirmed. Oh <laughs> yeah, right. So I don't know, man. I I think I think it's probably gonna be Chelsea Green, uh, or or somebody that 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 I'm just not thinking about. Um, right now, or maybe somebody from the upper roster just coming back down, uh, a la Finn Balor. Uh, that that that'd be okay too. But uh, we'll see. Um, has, has there been a woman wrestler that's been associated with like a little toy dogish? Not, not really. Not since Tori like, was Wilson, that ever but that was gimmick? not not oh, since Tori. No, Wil- no hold that. on, not since Tori Wilson, but that was a little. I remember it I being like a little white poodle dog. So to- yeah, yeah, toy poodle, yeah. Toy, yeah, toy um, poodle. Yeah, and I, you know, she she's not going to be involved. Um, no, it, it you know, I, it, it could be a great like you know, breaking in for somebody. Who knows? We'll we'll see. Yeah, that's 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 not one that your friend Beef has the answer to. Uh, Damn. Okay. I can tell you though that uh, stand. So the last what three, four, five? My God, five years? No, like four. Uh, NXT has been the standout of WrestleMania week. 
with the exception of, I think, WrestleMania 31. WrestleMania 31, I think, was the, the only WrestleMania during that time to beat the TakeOver. But otherwise, like, TakeOver has been the star of the show every single year. Uh, and this year's not going to be any different, man. Like, it, it looks... <clears throat> My only concern, and spoiler alert coming up, was in the um, Battle Royal for the Eliminator, they had Pete Dunne and Kushida get double eliminated. And I'm like, that's fucking stupid. Like, those two should be... Like, those two fucking should be key marks of that fucking gauntlet match. But... NXT is super fucking smart because, like, they went to, like, a commercial break, a picture-picture screen. After they come back from a commercial break, they announced that Dunn versus Kishida has been added to night one of the card. So I went from, like, oh, that's a stupid fucking decision. What are they doing? Like, three minutes later going, oh, my God, this is going to be awesome. Okay, so um, so Dunn versus Kishida is just its own match, and they're not in the Eliminator match then? That is correct. That is correct. Okay, gotcha. Um, All right. Yeah, so my, my my only gripe is I wish Uh-oh. that the three that, that that the triple team ladder that the triple team tag team match was a ladder match. And I get that they're doing the ladder match the old school style with the two cruiserweight champions. Very cool. Yeah. Very awesome. Which which like on on that note, I think I mentioned it last week. Seeing Shawn Michaels come out pull ladder out from underneath the ring, slide it in and just look at them and point at the ladder and just saying kind of like, all right, this is what you're doing. Like I, I like it because you know, it harkens back to that old, you know, title title for title. Uh, you WrestleMania know. 10, baby. Yeah. The, the, uh, it's not the first ladder match in history, but it's the, the most well-known ladder right, match right, right. in, in, in WWE history. Right. Um, yeah, man. Like they, and then like I said, I, I, I get that they're a ladder match, but man, like, you take teams like MSK, Legato Del Fantasma, and uh, the Grizzled Young Vets. I-, I think if you add a ladder to that, and I mean, you know what? It's a triple threat tag team match. So, you know, we know that with triple threat matches, there are no DQs, no count outs. So I'm sure we're going to be getting some pretty great spots anyway. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I, I mean, I-, I-, I look at the two NXT nights, I don't see a bad match on the card. Not at all. No, I and and to your wow. point, I I don't think that um, like it doesn't necessarily have to be a a ladder match. I'm sure I'm sure we'll probably get a ladder or at the very least a table involved. Oh my Anyways, yes. you know what I mean. Yep. So like so I I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility that you uh that you you know that you won't see your a ladder spot there somewhere. I think right. you can get it, but um. No, I, I get I get what you're saying though. Like it something like that. Like uh, very much a la the um what the, the four way uh tag team ladder match that we had at the one takeover, what was it, two summers ago? I can't remember. Who was involved? Uh it was it was the one with um oh fucking hell. Was that like revival and DIY and AOP and TM sixty one? No, 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 no. That was uh uh that was undisputed era um i i want i can't remember who else was in it oh my god why can't i think oh that was uh that was uh undisputed era street profits and um uh forgotten forgotten sons and i can't remember who the fourth one was but yeah so like my here's here's my only concern i hate when 
NXT does these shows on Wednesday nights that are like takeover caliber, but we still have to deal with commercials. Yeah. Now, here's something I'm interested in, and I'm probably going to be dual screening it to see which I like better. Night one is also being broadcast on Peacock. Interesting. Uh, I am going to be upping my Peacock uh, membership to the to the total premium package, whatever it is. I don't fucking know. But it's the nine ninety nine. Saturday. Yeah, the the the, the nine ninety nine one because I'm not you know it's 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 a net gain of zero dollars, net loss of zero dollars, and yep. uh, I won't have to deal with commercials. Yeah. Uh, I, but I, I get the feeling they're probably just going to be piping in the USA feed, so I might have to get them anyway. We'll see. I'm hoping not, but yeah. I, I, so, but, that, but that's my only concern. But to be fair. To be fair. Well, I don't watch that show. You're the worst. You're the, you're the worst. Friends. I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> Great American Bash came off very well. Yeah, Halloween Havoc was fucking outstanding. Yeah, so they they have expertise in doing it. I just you know I I I want this card night one. I want to have the time it deserves. I think that Shirai and Raquel deserve a good 25, 30 minutes. I think that Champa and Gargan or my goodness fuck three years ago called Champa <laughs> and Walter. <laughs> deserve like a good pittance of time too because that's you know a world title in and of itself oh yeah the tag team match has to have you know and i mean dunn versus Kushida, i think has to be 15 20 minutes and then like the one that i didn't mention was the fucking gauntlet match so like of course that's going to be a longer match um maybe not you know may maybe they we we get some cheap eliminations in there and you know but Honestly, I think he, I think you might have it a little a, a little uh, a little mixed up. I think maybe uh, you could have uh, Champa versus Volter. I think that one could be a, a solid ten minute match and and not have to and not have to feel like a squash or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, hey, you know, I don't speak, know, man. Like, speaking I of think... uh, no, hold on, hold on. Speaking of squash and stuff. Fucking uh, squashing apples with his bare hands here soon enough is the fucking barbarian. Poo. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. Oh. I got it. I got it. Don't you worry. I got it. Ladies and gentlemen, normally coming in late, I introduce the best damn Chooserweight champ there ever was. However, this time, I would like to introduce to you, not for the first time, but for this time, the longest reigning defending undisputed longest let me say it one more time for emphasis longest reigning chooser weight champ there ever was the illustrious barbarian himself poop the bard baby <laughs> that's that's good have you have you gone back and compiled the uh compiled the videos and and the and uh, figured it out I, I i assume that poot still was the longest reigning. I, oh by far yeah Honestly, at this at this point, I don't know uh, because my my brain and ears are mush. Uh, so yeah, that's the, that's gonna be great for the picks. View from Metal Mountain. How's the what? How's the view from Metal Mountain, brother? The, the view from Metal Mountain is is pretty good. We're we're putting uh, Cowboys from Hell 
on the uh oh get the fuck out of yeah, here yeah we're putting cowboys right. from hell on the set list and uh i this is the first song and i'm not trying to detract here i know we got a lot to talk about and we got picks to do unless you guys already did them i don't know uh no, we, we would we never do picks without you buddy never saying, but uh we talked about everything else but picks oh cool i i feel bad i missed it but we uh we, we're putting that on the list and I, this is the first one that i've been okay i have to play this exactly right and uh it's really hard um yeah, it's, pantera. <laughs> it's pantera and dime uh you know i have such a love and deep uh reverence for uh dimebag daryl that uh you know i i feel like it has to be right so they keep going oh well we need to put it on for our next gig we have coming up and i'm like guys i'm not ready like i and also overall we're not ready um, and that is a point of debate right now, but, uh, it, it, but all in all the view from metal mountain was really good. What did we talk about? And, and what's the situation with Bob gray? What's going on? Fill me well, in. Give we, me the synopsis. We, we, we haven't talked about that yet. We may get around to it at the end of the podcast. Mm. If we have time, time permitting. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I, I took advantage of, of, of you not being around to give the, uh, get my boys hyped for WrestleMania, which I think I've successfully done. I think I've successfully hyped them and hopefully our listeners up for WrestleMania. Hopefully I'm not like the the benefactor to the biggest disappointment in the world. And we actually just rolled at NXT start, starting to talk about Stand and Deliver. So uh, you actually came in at a Woo-hoo! perfect time, my friend. All right. Uh, yeah. And uh, also... Um... Oh, that's fine. I can... Yeah, no, I can, I can, uh, I can stop recording. And I can send you what I, what I got. Sounds good, buddy. Okay, cool. All right, we're gonna give it a couple minutes of silence or a couple moments of silence. No, no, you're good. Uh, you're good. Okay. I'll, I'll edit this part out. You're good. Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, so since we are just kind of getting into takeover, let's go ahead and start with picks, and we can kind of uh, working, conversating about the event itself as we go through picks. Um, so, uh, night one, and I'm super fucking pumped that there are two nights this year. Uh, double the fun for takeover. Uh, night one is on USAA. USAA. What? USA. Is that Canadian Sorry. USA? No, nope, nope. That is me working with insurance companies all day. My bad. You um, uh, So USA. Look, hold on. Before we go into picks, you just said it there, Beef. If they're they're doing this on USA and Peacock, right? That is correct. Uh, correct. It was officially announced last night. It's it's uh, it's it's being simulcast. Now. Here's the thing that will chat my undies a little bit. I understand it's not very much money. Like, I get it. So I'm making a mountain out of a molehill here, but it's a mountain that I feel like I need to make. I did up my subscription to the no commercial or whatever because I got huh. tired of Hooray. the serial killer documentary. <laughs> uh, it, what's it? It's not Ted Bundy. It's the other guy, the guy that's dressing up like a clown. Ed Gein. John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. Yes. I was sick and tired of seeing John Wayne Gacy documentary commercials <laughs> air while I was watching Parks and Recreation with my children in the room. Thank you, Peacock, for censoring WWE programming, yet airing stupid murder, serial killer documentary commercials during Parks and Recreation. Idiots. I'm thinking uh, the children. Sorry. I'm, I'm healing up here, but that's stupid. <laughs> but I will tell you this. I, it will chat my undies a little bit, and I get it. It's just like a $5 difference. 
But if I'm going to be paying for something without ads, if you're simulcasting from USA and on Peacock, I better damn well not get one stupid USA commercial on Peacock when I'm paying for Peacock with zero ads. I will, I shit you not, I will call Peacock customer service and say, hey, oh, no. I paid for this shit without ads. I got a shit ton of USA ads during NXT TakeOver. What is this? So I I'll think- I'll you, but I will, I don't, I don't care. So uh, first and foremost, I think that one of the things that like when you're signing up for the Peacock, like super premium, ultra unleaded plus is that <laughs> they, they say that you can get rid of commercials when applicable. And um, like, I think the sporting events is one of those things you can't being that this is kind of shoehorned in because I don't think the plan was for it to be on Peacock night one. I think the plan was 100% USA. Damn it. USA. USA. <laughs> Um, one hundred percent. Fuck it, we're gonna stream network. it on the general. I I, I think that they yeah. that uh, Peacock probably threw some weight around and was like, "Hey, can we do this?" So I I think it's probably just gonna be. And and I hope I'm wrong. I hope that we get like unedited, no like stupid picture in picture. I hope that it's one hundred percent just like straight feed of the of the shot. But I don't think we're gonna get that. All right. Oh, well. Anyway, moving on to let's picks. roll into let's roll so, into these picks. The gauntlet match. Let, let's lead off with the gauntlet match because I think it's probably going to lead off with the show. <clears throat> this is a six-man gauntlet eliminator match to determine the number one contender for the NXT North American Championship on night two. They will go on to face Johnny Gargano the next night. The participants and the order that they are coming in, this is important. Yes. Leon Ruff and Isaiah Swerve Scott will start the match, followed by Bronson Reed once one of them loses, followed by Cameron Grimes once one of those two lose, followed by Dexter Loomis once one of those two lose, followed and ultimately finished by L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight sitting in the catbird position. So, uh, the winner gets a shot at Johnny Gargano, night two. Tom, who do you want to see start? Uh, I, I guarantee it's got to be Loomis. Loomis has to has to go against Gargano. They've been setting up too long for it not to be Loomis. I was actually asking you what order we should go in, but hey, we'll start with you. That's fine. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I also echo echo that sentiment. They've done way too much groundwork for it not to be Loomis. And listen, we're and this this isn't main roster, okay? We know we know that uh, NXT connects the dots and finishes their damn stories, so it's got to be Loomis. I'd love to see it be Ozilla. I'd love to see LA Knight. Dexter Loomis doesn't bug me at all. Poot, what do you think? Probably gonna be Leon Ruff. Oh God, man! Don't I'll tell. I'm. I'm gonna tell you something. The the caveat. I was 100 percent uh, Loomis with a with a uh, fairly close, but still a little distant second being um, uh, Cameron Grimes. But he's kind of embroiled with uh, uh, Roderick Strong right now. Um, no, actually. So if you didn't see NXT last night, uh, Cameron Grimes beat Roddy Strong. Oh, I know that. Roddy- but- I know that, but I I was like Roddy's, I was like Roddy's not going to take that line down. Like, there's going to be he more walked of that. out. I think so. I I would love to see Roddy like get in Grimes' face at night one and lead into a night to them having a match at night two. Oh, I don't yeah. know if they'll do that, but that'd be great. Um, so, so you're so you're picking Loomis then, Pooh? Well, the, but having the factor of L.A. Knight, that's the thing. Is like I don't. I feel like they they they'll have bigger plans for LA Knight 
And history has shown that new guy has a good showing, but doesn't take the win. Um, I, I just feel like not enough people that what, what was, what was his, uh, his name, uh, before I can't Eli remember. Drake, Eli Drake. Thank yeah, you. Eli Drake. Yeah. Eli Drake. Like, that's the thing is like Eli Drake. I, I, I feel like not enough people know him. Um, and I, I feel like it would, it would behoove him to have a strong showing, but they have been setting up this Dexter Loomis, Johnny Gargano thing for so long. <sighs> I really wish they wouldn't have put LA Knight in this match. I wish they would have given him a singles match. Um, WrestleMania season go wild, Poot. Ah, uh, man. Yeah, but I'm already. I've I've had such bad months the past couple months. Um, I'm you know what tentatively I'm gonna I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put a bill on L.A. Knight just just tentatively I'm gonna say L.A. Knight for the giggles. Okay, ransom. Who you got? Even if it didn't make sense, I would still pick Dexter Loomis all day. Dexter Loomis <laughs> is my boy. I love that dude. That's your I'll spirit animal. No what? No matter what. If he was going up in a one-on-one -on -one match against Roman Reigns, I'd pick Dexter Loomis. So my pick is Dexter Lewis. <laughs> I love it. That mustache. I love, I love uh, that mustache, dude. I wish I had one. <laughs> you I were going it. you were growing a good one. What happened? I don't know. I got he, I, got, I, he I, got drunk and forgot. Well the the maintenance the maintenance the maintenance on those some bitches is tough. Oh yeah. I need a better razor is what I need. And to stay away from the whiskey. Well, you need to check out Manscaped. Manscaped has the... Oh, wait. Wow, they're not they're sponsored. No, they're not sponsored. Listen, Stop talking listen, about the this is, Hold on. This, I'm calling this, them. I'm going to get This is not AEW unrestricted. You're not Tony <laughs> Schiavone. I'm, and I don't want to hear the next thing out of oh your mouth God. be anything about Blue Chew either. So. Uh, okay, don't anyway, worry. Anyway, so Triple Threat Match. Speaking of Blue on, Chew... You can oh, suck my <laughs> Triple threat match for triple threat tag team match for the vacant NXT tag team championships. Honestly, uh, Danny Birch's injury couldn't have come at a worse, but yet better time because they had nothing going on. And now they have three hot teams to plug in there. Uh, so we're going to see MSK Wesley and Nash Carter versus the grizzled, the grizzled young veterans, James Drake and Zach Gibson versus Legato del Fantasma. Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild. Uh, I'll start, and I am picking MSK. Who? Oh, MS. M what? Wait, why am I second again? Um. Anyway, MSK. MSK makes sense. MSK just makes sense. I was. You're right. I'm dumb. Uh, MSK. <laughs> Ransom. MSK. Tiger <laughs> What the fuck was that? Don't worry about it. Don't talk about it. Everything's yeah, fine. Everything's ignore fine. it. Ignore it. It's fine. Oh, God. Ignore I'm, me. What kind of hospital is this? <laughs> what kind of hospital was that? I'm picking MSK. Uh, Tom's dead. Tom. <laughs> I can't. Tom, MSK. Tom Corpsing. And for the man. MSK. MSK. Newly added. Uh, Pete Dune versus Kushida. Uh, Poot, what you got? Oh boy, <laughs> I really want Kushida to finally have his his fucking showing, but it doesn't make sense to have Peter Dune look weak. Is, <laughs> is this just something they randomly added? 
So they yeah. eliminated the, they they eliminated each other. So they had like a little back and forth before the gauntlet match, and then last night in the gaunt or the uh, the battle royal, they eliminated each other at the same time. Uh, they had a nice little back and forth, and it, it was pretty cool to see. Man, I just hate seeing Kushida be like, you know, viable jobber, like like threat jobber. I hate seeing him be threat jobber. Um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Kushida. Hopefully, they'll give Kushida, and this will be a longer running feud going forward. To be fair, I think that these two in a singles match is a way better proposition mm-hmm. than them than putting them in the eliminator. So that's why I texted you guys about last night that I was pissed off. They were like, "I'm like, why the fuck aren't they in the like, you know, number one contender match?" And I'm like, "Oh wait, it's because of this." Uh, Ransom, Duna versus Kushida. Uh, I'm also gonna go with Kushida. Tiger bomb. Uh, I'm going to go with old Peter Dune. I'm so glad Peter, Peter Dune has caught on. Yeah. Picking, Peter Dune. Picking the Dunmeister myself. Uh, for a singles match for the the NXT United Kingdom Championship. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Walter. Ransom. Um, I'm... Uh, uh, what? Blue yeah. Chew. Uh, Walter. Blue Chew. No, uh, Walter. <laughs> Tom. Uh, Walter. I want to see Champ. I want to see Champa get a good win, but I don't see him getting the UK title. And it, it just, I don't know. I think it'd be an awesome place to have it, have uh, it, it would be cool. take the belt and like go over, over overseas and like give give that brand a shot in the arm, but. It, it would be cool, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I just... Uh, I mean, Walter... I, I would on... see that happening later. I, I just... In the times of COVID, even though things are starting to progress in the right direction, I... Maybe come next year, I think you could see somebody take it off of Walter and then go overseas to the UK and do some stuff. Yeah. There. But right now, yeah. I don't I don't think that's going to happen. That's that's my line. Well, and again, to be fair, we are getting Devlin and Walter from the UK to the show. So, uh, yeah, but, I mean, but, well, here... uh, not to, not to get too like not to get too uh, off topic or like uh, like political or anything like that. But the restrictions and stuff are different for people coming into the US versus yeah. people going into other countries. So that is something to take in consideration. That is true. But, um, uh, the reason I'm picking Walter here is because he's on a historic title run. He's already beaten Dunn's title run. Uh, and yes, largely in part to the fact that UK was kind of like shut down for like six months. But notwithstanding, those days still counted. Uh, so I think that it's going to take like a big bad to take the title from Walter. And I love Ciampa. I think it would be a great feud. I'm glad that we're getting a great match. I think this is going to be a hard-hitting, crazy fucking match. Uh, but I think Walter wins. Poot. There's the poot side. It and and it's not out of exacerbation. It's because I'm I'm sitting here and I'm I'm just like, man, how crazy would it be if they actually did? But I th- don't think this is going to be the title that is the thing. You know, Walter. Man, he's gonna chomp, chomp. He's gonna chop, chomp a soul out. Like he's just gonna do it. The chop fight those two are gonna have is gonna make me cringe. And also, maybe, just yes. maybe, a little bit hard. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I'm gonna get a big. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna get a big wrestling boner over this match. Unless Walter. Listen, hold on. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Unless Walter 
just wrecks Champa, which I don't see being a thing. No, um, I, I will say one thing uh, about last week's show with uh, with them building this up. Um, the the little things and th- this is this kind of goes into, you know, psychology is everything. Seeing the seeing the way like Champa reacted, like when they were holding him down and he was literally like scratching and clawing, trying to like kick at Walter and like, you know, everything like that. And like when. You know, when uh, when he got when he got up off his feet or whatever, and they knocked him back down like Valter putting the knee on his neck and stuff like that to hold him down. Like that's like that's as close to like real life visceral reactions that you would have. Like if somebody if there were two guys holding you at the arms and there was a third guy like in your face, the size of Valter and you were like fighting for your life, that's what it would look like. I appreciate that shit. Like, so I think, oh, I, I agree. I think the question that nobody's, or the thing that nobody's brought up is, where's Timmy? That's uh, a good question. Let's, that... let's keep in mind that Timmy was part of Renkampf, which was the uh, the, the predecessor to um, yep. uh, uh, Imperium. Yep. Imperium, thank you. Yeah. So, I Timmy mean, White, the referee? No. No, uh, Timothy Tim Thatcher. <laughs> Timothy Thatcher. Ah. Old, old, old toothless Timmy. So uh, I think I think that that's going to be coming into play as well here. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we get a nice extension this year. But uh, yeah, it's going to be Walter hopefully, all day. Hopefully, we don't get a bunch of vignettes of Timothy Thatcher trying to commit suicide now. No. Uh, uh, so the main event of night one on uh, and uh, USA of uh, uh, NXT standard deliver Io Shirai, uh, who has held the belt for damn near a year versus Dollars. So, uh fuck who do we lead off with uh i think we've come around the horn i yeah, think it starts so with bum again so tom it... eo versus raquel who walks out with that strap uh oh boy um wait let me fix it who wins the match <laughs> uh i think I, I think this is the time raquel gonzalez is going to take it i i think that so EO's had it for a while now, and I don't know. I, I just like there's part of me that's like like just like last time when Beef was like every time I bet against EO Shirai, fucking she wins. But Raquel, I'm picking Raquel Gonzalez. Uh I too am picking Raquel Gonzalez. This is how you make stars. They've done exactly what they needed to with Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, so the final step is to her getting the crown from EO. Uh, EO has been like the champ champ of 2020 uh, through 2021. She has been the person, I think, who's done the best with the belt that they were given. Oh, the old 2020 um, champ champ. So, uh, you know, <laughs> but, you know, and I mean, she's one of the greatest in the world, women's wrestlers. But it's 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 Raquel time. Poop, what you got? Absolutely, Raquel Gonzalez. It just makes sense. It's a grand stage. It's a nice change. Uh, EO has had a very, very good run. Like there's, you know, she there's no shame in her run. There's no shame in her losing that belt now. And it would make Raquel Gonzalez. So Raquel Gonzalez. Ransom. Uh, EO Shirai is so pretty, and that will never change. However, if there's a time for her to lose that belt, it is WrestleMania seasons NXT. So I'm going with Raquel Gonzalez as well. Moving right along to night two. All right. So the women's tag team championships in NXT are up for grabs. 
uh, a little team that they call Ember Heart, which is Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart, versus The Way. Uh, and this is my pick, so I am going with Moon and Shotzi. Hootski. They're the, the current champions, correct? They are. Correct. They Yeah, they, they haven't had the, the belts long enough, and plus them getting those belts was really awkward. If they're going to they're gonna hot potato these belts, that's erroneous and stupid. So I'm just going to say uh, I'm going to also go with uh, the, the Ember, Ember, Ember Hurt. Remember Grams. Get that get that shit flowing, Emberheart. Hell yeah. Ransom, who you got? Uh for every single reason that Poot said, Emberheart. <laughs> Tom? Yep. Chalk me down. Let's get him across the board. Alrighty. Uh the ladder match for the um cruiserweight title. Uh we have the current cruiserweight champion which is Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar, who is the interim NXT Cruiserweight Champion. Uh, ladder match, uh, a la Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon. Hoot. Who are you picking? Now this, this is where I differ. I think it is Devlin's time to get that fucking belt back, and he deserves it. Jordan Devlin is a treasure. Uh, and 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 this return is going to be great. He deserves this victory. It will make him look strong and rebuild him minimum back to where he was. I am going Jordan Devlin all day long. Ransom? Again, everything Poot said, Jordan Devlin. Tom? I got to go with uh, Jordan Devlin on this one. And oddly enough, my my, my girl says that uh, he, he, he looks kind of cute. And I'm like, really? He's like Baby Balor Jr. He's, he usually. looks like a Muppet version of Balor. He does. <laughs> I, it's she's like she's like I think it might be his haircut. But you know what? Like there is enough like similarities to Devlin and Tom that I like see why your girl would say that. Yeah, I, I, nah, nah. I see a lot of Tom and Devlin. I I see. I, I'm sorry. I'm not saying it just because you know he's the man right now. But I I see a lot more similarities between myself and Balor than I do me and Devlin. Oh, of I mean, course obviously. you do. Well, I mean, you I, know. Yeah. I see, listen, I see a lot of similarities between myself and Brian, Shaw, and Eddie Hall, but that doesn't make it fucking <laughs> so, okay? No, no, no. Like, I, Balor, Balor is Devlin. Devlin is Balor. Uh, yeah. Either way, yeah, I mean, I, I, like a, look, I see a lot of similarities between Beef and Shawn Michaels, but, you know. <laughs> Only, That's a, only the lazy eye. Yeah. Wait, I don't have a lazy eye, but I can do is switch to music. Um, anyway, you usually fall down when you. I sure do, but I, I still do it. Um, I'm so happy that everybody's going devil on this one because I am going Santos Escobar. Wow! Um, because there is only one ace of the world, and that's Hiroshi Tanahashi. Oh, and you hate oh. him. I sure do, but I also understand that there can only be one ace at a time. So if the if if the Irish ace if the Irish ace wants to go over there and try to take that from Tanahashi, he needs to do it so, himself. Someone clearly um, has never ever seen a deck of cards. But go on. Shut up! Yeah. <laughs> shut up! All right, uh, Argano versus TBA, which we are all saying uh, except for Poot. Uh, so. Gargano versus Loomis or L.A. Knight in Poot's case for the North American Championship. Uh, we lead off with Ransom. Oh, hoo, 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 hoo. Um, 
<laughs> I'm again, I'm banking on my boy and his glorious mustache, not to be confused with Bobby Roode. I'm banking on him winning that first match, and I'm banking on him winning this match too. So I'm going to go with TBD. Okay. Okay. I'm assuming TBD is going to be Dexter Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll just write because I, I actually was supposed to write a Loomis's name, but I'll I'll just write TBA because that's you're hundred percent right. Uh, Tom. Oh, this is rough. Um, even though I'm picking picking Loomis to win the Gauntlet Eliminator, I think Gargano is. I I think Gargano is still going to walk out of there with the title. And I think they'll set up for a nice, a, a little bit of a longer feud. Um, I, I don't know. I, God damn it. I feel, I feel like Gargano is still going to walk away with the title, but I don't know if Loomis is going to get the win by disqualification or not. This is hard. Um, that's what he said. Talking, I'm going to pee. What? <laughs> He's peeing. Oh, okay. He's making the water. Ah, um, fuck. All right, let's go with, uh, I'm going to go with Gargano. Um, I am picking Dexter Loomis, uh, AKA the TBA. So I'm just going to write TBA in here for myself as well, just in case it's not Loomis. Um, but yes, uh, I, 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 I think it's going to be, oh, Man, we should do like a fucking like, you know, universe split here, whether because I think if it's any other TBA, it's a hard Gargano. I think if Loomis is the one I'm I'm confident enough to say that Loomis is gonna be the, the TBA. So um I, I, I honestly think that um um fucking oh man, why why am I so bad with names tonight? Uh fucking all day. Um Austin, Austin Theory. Austin I keep on saying Austin Creed. Austin Theory. Um I, I think he's actually going to cost Gargano the match uh, with a little bit of that fucking Stockholm Syndrome. Uh, so I think Loomis wins the belt and the match. Poot, what do you think? Dexter Loomis. Um, the, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, TB, uh, TBA. I, I, I really think it's going to be TBA one way or another. I think that if if it's Dexter Loomis... If, if, if Dexter Loomis wins, then... De- God, my brain is just like, nah, uh, you're done, bud. Um, the uh, de- if, de- if Dexter Loomis, uh, <laughs> sir, sir, please calm down. The um, if Dexter Loomis wins the gauntlet match, Dexter Loomis will win that belt. If LA Knight wins the um, uh, gauntlet match and he goes on and he faces Gargano. There's less of a chance, but I think it would be a really great way to add to the bravado of L.A. Knight. Uh, That being said, I'm still going TBA. I don't think we should do universe split. I think it should just be TBA Um, because you're either wrong. What? I'm not going to try and do math right now. I'm stupid. (laughs) Um, Going to happen. Uh, So we're basically my my point is. Um, it's going to be TBA. I'm going to go with TBA. Yeah. Try it. Yeah. And, Balls. And in the main event uh-huh. of NXT Stand and Deliver, night two in the overall event, we will see the incumbent, Finn Balor, 
versus Karrion Cross. Uh, Karrion Cross has yet to lose on NXT. Just saying. Uh, so, or I guess I guess you have to be pinned or submitted. I guess him and Balor did lose that match. So, uh, so this is it. All the marbles. We are back around to ransom on this one. No, Tom. Bad, bad. Keep track of this time. Or wait, Tom. Who picked first last time? It, it was ransom. It was ransom. Ransom. Uh, so, so it is Tom's turn. Tom, who you got? It doesn't matter who picks first or not. Carrying Cross is getting that title. Can confirm. Carrying Cross. Who? Oh, it's if if anyone said Balor, listen, I love Balor, but give me give me give me a break. Give me a break. This is this has to be carrying cross. If it's not carrying cross, where does carrying cross go from here? To the main roster to be wild away into nothingness. Like No God no. Just it there's no there's no so- other option. Listen, if that were if that were an actual legitimate uh thing that would happen, you would see me doing the Michael Scott gif. No! God no! Please! No! It, All day long. It's it, it it just doesn't make sense for any for any other outcome. It's Why an, it's, would a 7-foot tall wookiee live on a planet with a bunch of 3-foot tall indoors? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. The um uh, no, it it has to be carrying cross. Ladies and gentlemen, give him a break. Break me off a piece of that poop cat bar. Carrying <laughs> uh, cross. So now your with, boy now with twenty percent more exhaustion. Your boy forgot oh. the the other match of night two. That's probably going to be that, that could also be the match of the weekend. Uh, in an unsanctioned match. I was so that, wondering. NXT will not be held liable. Uh, I I was actually saving it for the end of our picks because I think that we're going to be an interesting pick on this one. Um, No, I'm I'm lying to cover my ass. I I literally I just forgot to write it down. Um, Anyway, uh, so we see Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, unsanctioned, meaning that shit's going to get fucky real hard. Uh, I'm up first. I oh, boy, this is tough. Um, I, I had all the rest of them written down and had time to think about them. This one, I'm I'm kind of picking on the fly. Uh give me Adam Cole. Poop. Uh, wow, really? You're gonna say Adam Cole on this one, huh? I'm shocked. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm 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 shocked. His system is Ditto. because Ditto. this dude, I think that this is Adam Cole's goodbye. I believe this is Adam Cole's goodbye. I think it's it, either he's going to be written off TV for a while or he is going to go up to the main roster in some capacity or night at the WrestleMania. Fuck like, me. Yeah. Like it, it, it's one of those things that I'm just like, this is all too much. And plus, you you have to you have to give not even just like credence, but you have to like they're doing. Kyle O'Reilly has proved that he has the chops to not re- like like he has the ability to go forward with this and mm-hmm. be 
really something special and really a, a player in the upper mid and uh, the upper card and upper mid card in NXT. He's proven it. And if if anyone says differently, you go, go get fucked four eyes. Like, I mean, it's just like, it's that's hurtful. Well, I mean, I mean that from the, was it Shaun of the dead? That was right. I yeah, know. I the, the, it. But like it, I, I, if it, I'm, I'm going with Kyle O'Reilly because I feel like it will give credence and vindication and it will put him over. And Adam Cole is the type of guy, I believe, that would put over someone to make their career because Adam Cole's career was made before he showed up. You remember that first night when he came out and he super kicked the shit out of Drew McIntyre? Yep. Mm-hmm. And he went back up to the top of the thing with with Red Dragon and he went to the top of the thing and he did his Adam Cole. The fucking roof blew off that place. And he was there for all a minute and a half. And people were already sold on Adam Cole. Adam Cole, if he can give a portion of that to one of his good friends in the industry by putting him over, my God, he would absolutely do it. And Adam Cole is going to go on to to other things. He's going to move up, and hopefully he won't get misused. But I think this is Kyle O'Reilly's time, so I'm going with Kyle O'Reilly. Ransom? Well, I tell you, you know it's baseball season because Poot is knocking him out of the park tonight. So I'm going to say Kyle O'Reilly for all the reasons that Poot said and also for a little bit of my own Probably not going to happen, but wouldn't it be amazing fantasy booking to have Adam Cole lose this match? His main roster debut is at WrestleMania, where he once again super kicks Drew McIntyre in the teeth because the Hurt Business is banned from ringside. And Adam Cole is not in the Hurt Business, but still potentially could have a bone to pick with Drew McIntyre. Tom, who you got? God, I love your fantasy booking idea. And let's just have let's just have history repeat itself a little bit. Regardless, at the end of the match, whatever happens, fucking Adam Cole comes out and super kicks Drew McIntyre in the face hole. I'm here for it. Uh, but regardless of that, <clears throat> uh, you got to get with Kyle O'Reilly on this one. He's got to he's got to get his soul back that he sold for the last how many years to the Undisputed Era. And uh, it, yeah, it's it's got to be this is this is Adam Cole's swan song, and not only that, I mean, Adam Cole is the type of guy that could eat a pin and still look like a million bucks at the uh, at the end of the day. So all day, all day. Yep. Um. So I'm I'm going I'm going with that. Here's the only thing that I'll say. Because you guys have me thinking. You you guys have me thinking. But, and those are all wonderfully valid points. Assuming that this is the end of the feud. Assuming that this is the end of Adam Cole on NXT. I've made that assumption for the past two years. Saying that this is Adam Cole's last night on NXT. And that he's moving up to do other and better things. And I have been wrong 
every one of those times. I, Fair point. Fair this point. This feud could go a while. This feud could go through SummerSlam. And, and you guys could be 100% right. Like, Cole may lose, disappear, show up either on the main roster the next night, or be gone for a couple months, and then boom, like, back on the main roster. Or back in NXT. Who fucking knows with Adam Cole? I just feel like this feud... I don't know, man. I, yeah, It's tough, because, like, this match is, like, the kind of match that you get with the blow-off of a feud. An unsanctioned match is, like... But... <laughs> arguing against myself here. The unsanctioned match was actually the start of the Omega Moxley feud. So, that's what I'm saying. They could definitely put this one on Simmer for a while. Um... Well, let me do this. Let's go ahead and go into go into last call. Uh, any changes anybody else wants to make? Uh, why don't you do us just let's do really quick. Just run each match again, just really fast. Okay. Yeah. Gauntlet match. We are across the board with Loomis, except for Poot, who is picking L.A. Knight. Uh, I'm changing that. Match. I'm changing that. That uh, that th- I'm changing that. To 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 Loomis. Okay, so we're across the board on Loomis. Tag team title match. We're across the board on MXK. Dunn versus Kushida. Split house. Putin Ransom picking Kushida. Tom and myself picking Dune. Uh, Walter versus Ciampa. We're across the board with Walter. Uh, women's title match. We're across the board with Raquel. Uh, tag team title match. Women's tag team title match. We're across the board with Moon and Shotzi. Uh, the Cruiserweight title match. Uh, you three are picking Devlin. I'm picking Escobar. Uh, our Gargano versus TBA, uh, Poot, Beef, and Ransom are picking TBA, which we believe is Loomis. Tom picking Gargano. Balor versus Cross, we're all picking Cross. Cole versus O'Reilly, you three are picking O'Reilly. I am picking Cole. Um, Ransom is locked in. There was, there was the... Uh... See now I'm 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 second guessing my um my my switch from LA Knight. Cuz my in my <laughs> mind no 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 and this isn't me just being ridiculous. Hear me out. The reason why I say LA Knight is because even if he doesn't win against Gargano, it would still be a really good showing he's coming in last, but more than likely Dexter Loomis is going to be the one that he faces. And hey, they always say go with your gut. Well, but the the thing here is, I'm already machinating this. So hold on. If LA Knight, if if Loomis wins and then he beats, like if it comes down to LA Knight and Loomis, Loomis takes the win, right? You with me? Loomis takes Mm -hmm. the win, and then he goes on. He beats Gargano, and he gets that belt. First person that he feuds with. LA Knight. They have a nice sizable feud to through to SummerSlam. LA Knight takes it at SummerSlam. Here I like what the, you're thinking. Here are the two that I'm hung up on. Uh EO versus Raquel and O'Reilly versus Cole. Um I, man, that's it's those are I you know 
the only thing that hangs me up on, well, I guess it doesn't hang me up because I'm not picking Cole, but I guess another reason why I wouldn't pick Cole is the only other thing that I could see him doing in NXT is continuing his feud with Kyle O'Reilly. I mean, we've talked about it so many times before. What's left for Adam Cole to do? I mean, he's done pretty much damn near everything to do in NXT. So the only thing left for him to do would be continue on a feud with Kyle O'Reilly into potentially the NXT SummerSlam. Assuming there is one. I mean, there has to be one. Um, but if he loses, what's, what's left for him to do in NXT? I mean, so at that I'm... point, it would just be him in what random matches. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, well, we never got Cole versus Cross. Uh, that was hinted at. Oh, yeah. But we never got it. But I, 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 I have been swayed on picking O'Reilly. I still believe that Adam Cole has a strong chance of winning, stronger than any of you guys are giving him. But I'm going by the numbers here. And everybody else has picked O'Reilly. So I'm either going to be wrong with everybody else or I'm going to be right with everybody else. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to let this define the championship for me. Listen. The numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at Sacrifice Beef. But uh, that notwithstanding, we still have WrestleMania to pick. So we do, we do, and, and that could be all over the place. But oh yeah, I I, I tell you guys, and then and I know that I'm holding things up, but I'm really hung up on Eo and Raquel here. Wow. Not just because we're uh, Raquel across the board, but this is like <sighs> you really think that Eo would carry it longer, longer still. When did she lose it? Did she lose here's, it at the NXT Power Slam? Here's the problem: is that this is the end. This this is the main event, and here's kind of where I'm going with it. This is the main event of the Mania Weekend NXT Takeover. And yes, I understand that this is main event of night one, but it's still a main event. I gotta believe you. You know, you you want to send the crowd home happy. And, and again, I understand there's not an actual crowd. I I just feel like ev- eventually, like you, when it comes to something like this, given how long Io Shirai has held the belt, ideas like that kind of go out the. I I I don't mean to sound crass, but they go out the window, like. Because and I think Ransom Ransom said it. He's like, well, when does she lose it then? You know, because anyone who comes along, then we're going to be like, oh, well, I don't know. Oh, well, I don't know. Oh, well, I don't know. And it's like EO just can't carry it forever. What if? Well, I mean, we said the same thing about Oscar. We said the same thing about Shayna. Um, (laughs) Here's the other thing that I'm thinking. Do it. What if what if Dakota Kai cost Raquel the match, either advertently or inadvertently, setting up a monster face turn for Raquel Gonzalez? Basically, they would be plugging Raquel Gonzalez into the hole that Rhea Ripley left for them. You really, you really think that they would end up that in? All right, I don't want, I don't want to get into that right now, but I. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a possibility, man. I Honestly, you, know, you, you think that Raquel would end up being the face turn out of that if if it was something between her and Dakota? I do. 
All right. Dude, Dakota's well, been a Dakota's been a banging heel. Like she's been an awesome heel yeah. ever, ever well, since I mean, she turned. So, well, man. in any case, <sighs> fuck. Come I'm, on, beef. I'm locking in. I'm I'm gonna stick with Raquel. Uh, you're not gonna. Ah, uh, she's nope, so pretty. I'm she's sticking so pretty. with Raquel. I am changing to so O'Reilly. Pretty. So uh, the the matches of contention between us for the Chooserweight Championship will then be Dunn versus Kushida mm-hmm. and Devlin versus Escobar and the Gargano versus TBA. Yep. Those are the matches to watch for us. No. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Um. Hardly ever. There's just usually for- at least. Just in case Yins are running the numbers, Poot and Ransom have are are uh, exactly across the board. Um, everyone else has a has a difference in there, um, but Poot and Ransom are exactly across the board. If that sways any either one of you to change anything, okay, yeah, and and as as our wonderful champion so saliently said. Um, we do have WrestleMania coming up the, the following week. So, all right, we're locked in then. Uh, that's sand and deliver. Um, do we have uh, a stump the champs, stump the chumps, stump? The... We have two of them. Uh, we 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 have been going here for a hot minute. Do we want to do a stump the champs tonight? You tell me, Pooh, because it's like eleven o'clock. Yeah, already, it's so. it, it, well, and that's my fault, guys. I'm sorry. No, uh, no, no, it, no. That's not that's um, not you. That's uh, what. <sighs> Do, who do who do we have from? We have from uh, the bastard Pat, I assume. Yep, the bastard, and also Vapor. Uh, I'll tell you what, just because, and this is no offense, Vapor. I'll tell you what, Pat has been so damn good to, to us. To be fair, Dip. to be fair, we had we we had two from last week, one from Pat, one from Vapor. We did Pat's last week. Okay, Vapor well, well that that was going to be my point. Was that it works out? We'll do Vapors this week. And we'll have the bastard pats for the mania one. All right. So here we go. Thinking caps on, boys. Greetings, boys. Well, it's time for my weekly beatdown. That's okay, Dave. Scraping and clawing, trying to make my way to the top, trying to reach the pinnacle like the bastard. Here goes my question for this week, uh, and we'll see how you like it. So continuing with the theme of titles, this week's question is about the original line of the WWF slash E world tag team titles. Who Ooh. held the belts the longest? Who held the belts by shortest? Who were the final champs? Oof. Okay, well what run wait, run that by me one more time. Who this held is, the belts the longest? Who held the belts the shortest? Like, this is the legacy WWE belt, right? We're this talking. is, but, and for, for our listeners, whenever we're denoting things like the tag team titles, like mention whether you're including the SmackDown or Raw branded tag team titles, because yes, I know that they're now split, but when they originally split, I always took the legacy title being the SmackDown title because they looked so much like the original legacy titles. Yeah, but see, that's that's conjecture. Regardless, so we're we're saying though, we're Ooh. saying it's the WWF WWE tag belts. To me, um, yeah, man, that's 
that is something that is like the singular belt. Well, and here's here's the phrasing of it. The the original line of WWF slash E world tag team titles. And when he says so the the raw belts were the world belts, so that's why I'm super confused. Regardless, I don't think that any of these questions happened in the split title era. Okay. So if we're taking the, point. the singular belt, I can almost guarantee you that the most reigns is the Dudleys. There is no most reigns. Oh, it's really? Who held the belt the longest. I thought you said most held... longest, shortest. Most longest no. and shortest. I'll read it again. Who held the belt the longest? <coughs> who held the belt the shortest? Uh... By and he wants an idea of by minutes, hours, or days, which one, and who were the final champs? Oh, the fi- oh, the final champs. Yeah, I don't know about final champs, <clears throat> but I think the longest. Ooh. So we we I'm gonna say something real quick. I know we talked about this uh, because we had another tag team title question come up recently. Isn't the shortest world uh, WWF world tag team title champion? Wouldn't that be uh, Michaels and Cena? Assuming he means the Raw belts. Yeah, but see, that's the thing is you're, we're that's in the time of Raw belt SmackDown belts, right? Oh, was that is that no no? I thought that was right. Uh... But now listen, I just want to put this out there before we conjecture more. The WWE f slash wwe world tag team championships i believe ended looking like the original uh wwe universal no uh wwe undisputed title the belts that we have beef that's those belts. Those are, so so to me, those are the new belts. The raw belts, those are the new belts because the SmackDown belts, if you look at the SmackDown belts when they first came out versus like the like the Money Inc. titles, uh, which were the ones that everybody had, they, they look very similar. Let me see if I can throw up some picks. Uh, longest, by the way, I think is demolition. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, they, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain on that. Yeah. There I was gonna say it's either demolition or um um uh the I was gonna say them or the wild Samoans. But demolition, they their their run was epically legendary. Like that's how many wasn't it didn't they have over five hundred days? Demolition, I believe so. Yeah, wasn't it? Well, yeah, because it. didn't didn't um New Day break the break break their streak for the longest? Yes. Yes, they did. So then it would have to be demolition for the longest. Yeah. <clears throat> So we're saying, um, okay, well, we got demolition. For the longest. Yeah. The longest, the shortest. Yeah, see, that's those are the ones I was thinking Hold of. Hold on, right yeah, there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come up with, 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 with another shot here. Like, like I said, well, and so. I, the, the I Michael, know what Belcher's thinking of there, Beef, but I, I'm fairly certain that the ones that we have that were the sh- that were very similar in shape to the first undisputed, undisputed single right. belt, they were the those world. were the ones classified as the 
World Tag Team Championships. The WWF, WWE, whatever tag team it, championships. It, it just throws me because you can see how, how how much the SmackDown one looks like. Uh, oh, the they do. Well, let me. Oh yeah. 100%. Let me let me say this though, Beef. Just because of pre- the past couple weeks, and this is not me being smart. Don't don't go off into the weeds and overthink. You're right. You're right. So, so let's then keep in it, that scenario, keep it, it would be Michael Suck and Cena ass. then, right? I Yeah, that's what <clears throat> that's what I was saying. Di- didn't Yeah, but see we said that was that was for the raw belts. Like that's you're still having the split tag smackdown and no, this. No, like I'm that, not, was, you, that was that was before there was raw that was before it was uh raw and smackdown tag team championships. That's not true. I could have no. swore it was. Nope, be, nope, because I, I, I tell you for a fact that WrestleMania 20 had defenses of the Raw and SmackDown tag, tag team championships. Because uh, okay. both were fatal four-way matches. So, yeah, and, and that was around WrestleMania 23. But I believe that Ransom is right that the Raw belt held the word world in it. And that, that's what I'm saying. So, like, listeners, uh, Vapor, Pat, whomever, Zack Snyder, whenever you're talking Your about... Ass brand split like this that it could be important make sure you're listing whether you're talking about, and they, they this is not about you at all this is just just a weird weird question like this um make sure you're specifying if you're talking about the raw brand <laughs> lineage or the smackdown brand lineage or if we can cut off that lineage so it's honestly to me it sounds like he's saying we cut off that lineage the minute that it splits and it sounds like the question is about before the split happened so I'll, when did the split happen? I'll I'll read the question again. You got to tell me what you think. This week's question is about the original line of the WWF slash E World Tag Team titles. Who held the belts the longest? Who held the belts the shortest? By minutes slash hours slash days, which one? Who were the final champs? So that little that that last little stinger in there. Who are the final champs? Tells me I think he's talking about just the original like singular lineage before they were originally split. Okay, so when did the split happen? Let's go with that. Between WrestleMania 18 and 19. So that was okay. what, 2009, 2008, 2009? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't <coughs> math. This year's, this year's WrestleMania 37. Uh, hold on. So. so 30, hold on. Let me calculate here. 37 minus, we'll say 18. That would have been 02. Uh, between, between 02 and 03. Because okay. that, so like the turnover at WrestleMania 19 was like the, the, the face of the new brand. That was after they kind of lost the Rock and Austin and like Rock and Austin came back at WrestleMania 19 to kind of do their curtain call. But like that's whenever they were branding like the separate rosters. <sighs> I'm trying to think. I feel when like it happened. I feel like it was. Because it was like after, split it happened was when right right near after WrestleMania 18. I'm I'm not 100 percent on that though. I I because I, I remember I remember coming back to wrestling once I started watching again, which was roughly around that 2010 2010 2011. Because that's whenever I moved back to Clearfield and I started watching again, and I was confused <coughs> because. <clears throat> I, I know 
see th this uh, I'm I'm not putting a pin in this cuz we have to figure it out. But wasn't the sh the shortest I feel like it has to be something Belch. I feel like it has to be something like kind of Wait. Wasn't there a match with the Rockers and the Hart Foundation where the Rockers won the belt on TV but then like lost it like 2 weeks later No, that was no, they won it. They won the Rockers won it at a house show. And then a week later they they never even had a match where they lost it again. It was just that didn't happen. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So the, it never was in the books because and and that was that was a big hang up for Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels because they felt like they were wronged because they won it and I think it was thrown out for taping because. Because match. no, the rope Something broke. Happened with the ring. The, the rope, rope yeah. broke. The yeah. rope broke, yep. and yep. they still had a apparently a decent match, but because of that, they couldn't air it on TV. Therefore, it never happened. So yep. it was never in the books. But it it did happen, okay. and they never got their their shot. You know, like or that shot specifically. <laughs> I feel like this is supposed to be one of those things that it's like. There's some kind of like they win it and then there's kerfuffery where there's like like they win it. But then someone comes out and goes, ah, ta, 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 ta. no, you didn't. I'm stripping you of those belts or you're going to have a match immediately right now or like, you know, when, what I mean? there was like, a, like some kind of controversy or some kind of something. You know what I mean? Whenever. OK, so here, here's another tangent and I'm hoping just to get people percolating. Whenever Triple H hurt his knee as a part of the two-man power trip, did they win the belts that match, him and Austin? No. 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 Didn't they have the belts before that? I know they had the belts at some point. And, like, that match was kind of like the end of the two-man power trip. That's why I'm trying to think if... Oh, fuck. I, I don't know. Man, I... I Shortest is always longest is always easiest. Shortest is always like unless one person remembers one like finite memory of like oh the fucking you know the Quebecers had it for you know two weeks between you know blah blah blah. It, it's such a I, tough fucking... again with these kind of <laughs> questions, especially from Vapor. I, I yeah. really feel like it's something that it's not two weeks. That's too much. Right. I feel um, like it's it's way shorter than that. Like a day, like two days, a day, but or less. But they didn't bounce around the titles before the Attitude. So, okay. This probably happened in this. the Attitude era. I, I just have something I want to interject here as a thought. Wasn't there a match? Wasn't there like a tag team tournament or a turmoil or whatever where this would have been in the Evolution days where there was a lineup the match ended, new champions were crowned, and then Ric Flair and Batista were interjected afterwards. But that was during the split tag team. So if that was still that was still the WWF World Tag Team Championships, though. Right, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like the the way so the way that the the questions worded, 
And the fact that one of his questions was who was the last like unified champions, that makes me think that he's only considering the original lineage prior to the did, split. Okay. I think so. Did first okay, did anyone watch the Yokozuna documentary? I have not. I've heard good no. things though. It's really good. But that popped into my head because he was put with Owen Hart. Didn't they yes. win the belts for like uh, like half a cup of coffee? Yes. They were yes. champions for a good long time. Mm, they I thought, may have had well, multiple. They, they may have had multiple. Yeah, they they may have had multiple reigns, but at, at least one of their reigns was a decent reign. One was, but I think Poots onto something here because I think one of their reigns was. The hiccup. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm not saying for certain. I'm not saying I'm having a, a, a ransom epiphany here. Well, but like, yeah, but the last time, sense, though, it, the, it, the last it, time it, you did this and you pulled something out of the weeds, you were dead on. I know, so, but yeah. like it's it's still just something that popped in my head because it was during the time when Yokozuna was really starting to decline in his health so, yep. and his here's in ring ability. Here's a thought that I had. Um, and and I know it wasn't brought up asking who had the most reigns because at that point I think it would have been uh, the the uh, New Age Outlaws, but yes. New Age Outlaws were embroiled in a feud with uh, uh, Cactus Jack and uh, Chainsaw Charlie, aka Terry Funk, mm -hmm. at one point. <gasps> did did. Hold on. Uh, they, oh, I think. God damn it! Come on, think, Beef. Let me finish. I think you're plot. right. I think you're right. Can I finish? <laughs> didn't didn't the titles bounce back and forth between the two of them at one point? Like, didn't didn't Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie win it and end up dropping it back? Or did yes. they never win? WrestleMania 14. They won the dumpster match, and they walked out with the championships. But the, I think the next night on Raw. It was yep. declared that because they used a different dumpster, did they vacate? Did they? No, they had a cage match, and that's when the new DX was born. You're right. Because Triple H and X Pac came down into the cage match, tossed chairs over the top of the cage. Yes. And the New Age Outlaws assaulted Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie with the chain with the chairs and walked out of that cage match with the belts. Now here's the thing. We're also so so if that and and that sounds very plausible, like one hundred percent. But here's the thing: some fucky shit happened in the Attitude Era, and it definitely could have like changed hands multiple times on an episode of Raw, between like you know the fucking headbangers and you know I don't know who else. It could have, but look, I, we've got to we've got to narrow it down and just take a shot. I yeah. think I think yes, that that's a shot that I'm willing to die with. I, I I don't know. I just have a strong feeling about it. Be and you know why? It's because the fact that he asked for longest reigning, shortest reigning, and the final champs, but he never asked for the most. Right. And I feel he did that on purpose. And right. I feel that was to steer us away from it. I'm going to say the shortest reigning was Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie, a.k.a. Terry Funk, whatever you want to call them. Like, sister's ass, whatever. I don't know. Um, it's like, like 22 or 23 hours or whatever. Yeah. Not even a full day. Not okay. Day. Um, all right. So then that would just leave us with the last team standing with the belts. It, it was <sighs> this. This has to be someone random. This may be the Dudleys. 
I don't think it was the Dudleys. Well, here, think about this, though. Okay, he's asking who the final world tag team title champs are. Now, we got we got to remember, like I said, you know, we, we figured out when the split, when the legacy ended and when they when they introduced um, the, you know, the other the second set of tag team championships. So we need to work around that time frame. Who was around? Who was around right. at that time? So let me ask you this just just before I do anything. I, I can't remember who was in the tag team title match at WrestleMania 18. I need some help. If there was oh. one. I don't know. Uh, would that, wouldn't that have been around the era of Dudley Boys, Agent Christian, and the Hardys? Yes. All feuding? Yes. So, yeah. WrestleMania 17 was TLC 2. Or, that may have been TLC 3 at that point. Um, WrestleMania 17 was the one where, like, Rhino got involved, and Lena got involved, and Spike Dudley got involved. Um... I don't remember 18, though. Like, 18 just sticks in my mind. Like, I remember Rock versus Hogan at, at 18. I remember Jericho versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley at 18. Uh, I think RVD faced William Regal at 18. I just can't pin down the tag team championships. And, know. like, I think that the draft happened... I want to say it was pretty pretty shortly thereafter following. So, uh, uh, here's a question I have. At, at, at the end of the legacy, so the the world no. tag. Sorry, hold on. Good. Um. So, so being the fact that they split brands, that prompted them to make the second set of tag team titles. Correct. Right. Okay. Who were the first? Who were the first champions for that? That's what I want to know. That's. That's going to get us in the weeds. I can tell you exactly when the brand split happened. The brand split happened after SummerSlam because Brock Lesnar beat The Rock yeah. at SummerSlam for the undisputed title. Okay. And then he declared that, that that was a SmackDown-only title. And that's when they started the brand split. And that's whenever and that's whenever Triple H and then brought in the world, the, the big world gold belt for right. Rock. So it would have been SummerSlam following X8. I I I can I can't even pick your tag teams during that era. So if that was before the brand split, well, that, that definitely would have been before the Dudleys that was, split up. Wasn't that a bunch yeah. of Edge and Christian split up before then? So there were yes. wait, there were, wasn't that the time period of like like Jarrah show and the Colognes? No, no, that would have been after. after. That would have been well after. Um, okay, I'm starting. I'm starting to fade. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, really, the only ones I can think of are the Dudleys, because Edge and Christian were split before the brand, the brand split. And I think yeah. I think Jeff the Hardy, Hardy had, I think were also split before the brand split. Because I yep. think Jeff Hardy pieced out because whenever WrestleMania 19 rolled around, Matt Hardy was still around as version 1.0, but but mm -hmm. Jeff Hardy was in mm -hmm. the wind. So a it, whisper in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. if it wasn't the Dudleys. Poot was right. It's some random fucking team. Um, I just don't remember. Take a shot. 
What about uh I don't know. What about uh the Brian Kendrick and uh who the hell did he tag with? Paul London. I'm oh, the man of the plan. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, and Paul London. He just recently retired, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Brian Kendrick retired. Yeah. Yep. Uh they I they 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 didn't hold the legacy belts. Okay. I did, don't know. Uh, did Christian and Tyson Tomko ever hold the tag belts? I don't believe so. The oh, the era of Tomko didn't come till after that anyway. What about the uh, what about the till like WrestleMania twenty? Wasn't wasn't uh wasn't wasn't there the uh the the, the dynasty the Hart dynasty or is that after? That was That's well after. after. Yeah. Oh okay. hey, would would okay, this have again, been around time the time of the know. invasion? Like would it, would there have been a, a a unification, I guess, between the legacy WWE tag titles and the WCW tag titles. Yeah, that that's whenever like Big Evil and Kane beat Chronic. That so that would have so so WrestleMania 17 is where Shane was sitting in the box with the WCW flunkies. Uh, WrestleMania yeah. 18 was where the NWO showed up. So like the invasion happened between like 17 and 18. Um, so would it have was, been Undertaker and Kane then? No, because this was after. This was between 18 and 19. So, like, we're talking almost a full year and a half after the invasion. Hmm. I mean, I... I don't think it was the APA. Uh, would it have been... Um, uh, oh, right to censor. That was my other thought. Was maybe right to censor. They might they because because they did hold the belts. Mm-hmm. And that always seemed like an obscure thing. I mean, they were a stable, but still, yes. that was obscure. If you we know, pick right to censor, I'm going to say we say right to censor, and not like who it was because yeah. I have no idea who it would have been, but them as a group would have would have been the thing but that's a pretty obscure shot in the dark and i'm i'm here for it i but they weren't around that long were they because they so i i definitely remember that they were at wrestlemania 17 because they had that big long stupid fucking ah, warning ah, warn, that big fucking yep. and wrestlemania 17's entrance ramp was super fucking long because it was an nfl stadium <laughs> and, it was and that played forever, forever when they went down to the ring and yep. so we're talking again about a year and a half after that. So I can't imagine right to censor being around for a full year and a half after that. Maybe I'm wrong. <sighs> Fuck. I, you know. Well, that was my last ditch effort. I, I don't know, man. Like last time I felt so fervent about it, I was super wrong. I'm the man with a about plan. If you're, if you're fervent about something, I say we go with it. I, 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 I just like. When when I think of that era, when I remove Edge and Christian, when I remove the Hardys, the only team left standing is the Dudleys. Beef. And yes, I know that there are other teams that came in and beat them and, and everything else. Beef. But I I, I just, I, I don't know why the Dudleys pop in there. Beef. Yes. Take the shot. Okay. Yeah, like if, if, if it happened around the brand split... If they were champions around the brand split, then they would have been the last champions because they got split off. Yep. All right, let's fucking do it. All right, so All right, we're demolition. demolition. Yeah, yes. Uh, go through what our things were. Demolition the longest. Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie as the shortest with about 22 to 23 hour reign, not 24. 
uh, and the final champs being the Dudleys. All right, now listen, we have our picks locked in, right? Sure. Those are locked in. We're not changing them. Yes. Okay. So before you read the answer, I just want to go out on a limb and say if this was the world tag team titles that I'm thinking of after the brand split, if they continued on, and this is Vapor's thought, just as a prop bet, I'm going to say the shortest that continued on after the legacy of what we're thinking, if it continued on, I'm going to say shortest is Edge and Christian by, I have no idea how much, but I'm going to say they're the shortest because I'm thinking tag team turmoil. And the last, I'm going to say the Colognes, because I think they unified the SmackDown WWE Tag Team Championships and the Raw World Tag Team Championships. And that's when it became big round belts in that, that's a prop bet we're not changing our bet in that case no we're not changing our bet but in that case if you're going into the cologne era weren't weren't i i, I really feel like weren't the the heart dynasty the thing like weren't they a thing yes then yes they were i think yep. it, if it wasn't the colognes it was them it's either between the colognes or them well, yeah, so so again, assuming we're talking about the original lineage and the original stop, the original lineage stopping at the original draft, I think we're right. All right, so here we go. Uh, hopefully I did better this time than I have in the past. There's no math involved in this question. It's true, but there was some chicanery we're, we're calling. All right, who held the belts the longest? Demolition. That's the one we knew for, for a certain 478. Who held the belts the, thir- the, the shortest? Three-way tie for holding them only a day, so we have to go to minutes. Okay. Okay. Edge right. and Christian less than an hour. The other two, the other two teams who tied for one day were James. I'm sorry, Jules Strongbow and Chief J Strongbow. Ugh. Strongbow and Owen Hart and Yokozuna. I know for a fact that Chance of Charlie and Cactus Jack fall into that too. So I'll put an asterisk there. Uh, who are the final champs? Motherfucker. I'm what? done. I'm out. What? I'm, I'm, I'm not talking anymore in this fucking podcast. We're done. What? Who? Fucking Hart Dynasty. <laughs> Wow. David Hart's <laughs> Python Kid, ten. But again, I want to stress this. Wow. And Will Vapor will give you this win, man. Because you deserve it. I but I can't stress this enough. Had we had the classification that you were talking about of like what a lineage you're speaking of, because Ransom called Edge and Christian, and we were dancing around the Hart Dynasty. So like if there were other structures in place, I think that we may have had a better shot. But you got us. There was there were the 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 difficulty in that question, and this is no offense to you, Vapor. Good job. But the difficulty in that question was the classification of when this was all happening. I knew what he meant, but like you run into that problem of first of all when they when they did take it from the world tag belts to the tag team championships and then it got divided amongst the, the it it got real murky there so like it was they split, it was the, and then they recombined and they split and they recombined and it's just like yeah, yeah. and it, yeah it gets real murky so like and we could come up with any excuse ever so uh vapor uh guess what buddy you get to come on the podcast if you so choose Call your shot, man. You got yep. it. You if you want one of us off, you let us know. If you wanna if you wanna have a fucking five way dance like we did with the bastard, you do it, man. What? But vapor. Now the Congratulations. only Congratulations. Oh. You 
did not lose, and you get everything. Uh, I, will, I will make this caveat. The only, uh, I will say, just because we don't know how it's, the logistics are going to work out for the very next week's podcast, I'm going to say we hold that off until yes. the one after. Agreed. Uh, because, yeah. Yeah, because we because the live show is going to, we're, yeah, we, we need to talk about that after we wrap, after we uh, burrito this here. Which I'm hey, going speaking to. speaking of, real quick, uh, next week, fans of the podcast, be on the lookout for some updates on our social media. We are going to try like hell to get a live show out between uh, NXT and WrestleMania. So hopefully on Friday night, uh, again, keep your ears and eyes tuned to our social media page. That will that should be probably on Facebook. If we can do a dual cast with YouTube, we'll certainly try. Uh, but definitely Facebook is going to be the home for that. So if you're a, if you're an audio only listener. Get to our Facebook page. Like us on Facebook so that you can see uh, all of us flapping our gums collectively. Yep, it's going to be the three of them in one spot and me on my own. <laughs> and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try uh, the, the, with uh, the, the the logistics of everything of trying to make sure everything gets fed in correctly. Who knows? We'll see how it works. Knowing we'll, us and we'll technology, psh, um, yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, be fine. It. Um, uh, I'm going to do a very quick type burrito on this. Thank you very much to our sponsors, Casual Gaming Dad and his page, Casual Gaming Dad's Corner on Facebook and over on YouTube, Casual Gaming Dad and on Twitch, Casual Gaming Dad 84. Thank you to Sean Tischler and his work with IWC in the central Pennsylvania area. Thank you to Gold Gaming for carrying the Pittsburgh Power Driver Podcast t-shirt, which you can go and buy for yourself. It's not $49.99. It's a very reasonable price and it's very good quality, especially everything from Casual Gaming Dad's shop is. It's over on Gould Gaming on Casual Gaming Dad's page. You can buy your own and also buy some other Casual Gaming Dad merch while you're over there. We also want to thank Frigoff Ransom and his channel, Frigoff Ransom, and all the wonderful things that Ransom does over on his channel and on our social media. He's really spearheading a lot of that, and that's wonderful. I also want to thank... Uh, Poot the Bard, his YouTube channel. He's a he's an official sponsor, even though he hasn't posted anything because he's a lazy son of a bitch lately because he's the other things. He'll get to it when he gets to it. You'll have yours. Get there. I whatever. And you know what? I probably will calm down and have more time after I go down to that wedding that I have in May in Georgia, which probably I'll be driving through North Carolina. Not going to do a very loud one right now because, you know, it's late and I'm also very, very tired. Thank you very much. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Check us out on Facebook and give us a like while you're over there. Just search Pittsburgh Pile Driver Podcast. Check us out on Anchor. Check us out on Google podcast check us out on spotify and anywhere that you find yourself your podcast i believe we're even on itunes at this juncture so you can find yeah. the pittsburgh pile driver podcast absolutely anywhere for beef the legend ransom the madman who gave me a very lovely introduction thank you very much i really appreciate i appreciate it thank you very much and your reigning defending undisputed chooserweight champion the best damn chooserweight champion there ever was Mr. Tiger, Uppercut, Bomb Tom, and myself, the Barbarian, Poot the Bard, have a good evening.